Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode recorded live in Melbourne with guests Tom Ballard, Melanie Bracewell and Rove McManus. If you enjoy this chaos, you can come and see us. You've got three more chances in Melbourne. What do we got? April the 8th, the 15th and the 22nd, 4.30pm upstairs at Morris House, formerly the European Beer Cafe. Well, you, or you just use Google Maps and find where Basement Comedy Club is because Morris House does not exist on, on Google Maps. So it's in, it's in the Bermuda Triangle of Comedy. Yeah, nice. Mm. Not too bad at all. And then, uh, of course, May the 20th, we are up in Brisbane doing a big double episode up there. That's it, Saturday afternoon, and uh, we're about... Two-thirds sold out, so get on that one. Great. LittleDumDumClub.com. Also, uh, last chance this week to see my show Scam Artist at the Comedy Festival, 7.30 p.m. at the Coopers Inn. Would love to see uh, some more listeners there. Seen a few already. We'll talk to you more at the end of the episode in Talking Dum Dum. But until then, enjoy this brand new live episode with Tom Ballard, Melanie Bracewell and Rob McManus. Get into the little dum dum club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Daslow, and with me, as always, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. Good night, kids. Freshly forty-seven years old, yes. Carl Chandler. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's great? I reckon once you're at forty-seven, guess what gets to start now? You're fifty, cunt. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> but see, that's, that's the thing. We're about you, – you're – are you 36 or 7? <laughs> 21, actually. Yeah. <laughs> because what's worse, me 50 or you 40? What's worse? Being 50. <laughs> being closer to being dead. Actually, no, when you put it like that, it does sound pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd rather no, be no. 80 now that I'm thinking about it. But me being 50 makes sense, I think. You being 40 is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I've really played myself here, haven't I, folks? <laughs> Hoisted by my own petard. I said petard, okay? <laughs> also, next time we do one of these, Tommy, can you remind me not to have the tech in the crowd? Because all, all, all day I'm like gesturing to the crowd going, what should we do now? And these guys are like, you fucking tell us. Yeah. <laughs> so we got Dickie Knee down the front on tech. We've got uh, Aussie Ostriches up the back working the lights. Uh all right, that's all you give us? Cool. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's great to be back doing a live show in Melbourne. I was at a gig a couple of weeks ago, Tommy, where uh, I, some people come in and sometimes you get recognised and stuff like that. This, these people, this couple come in and they go, ah, it's the podcast guy. Oh, that is like the worst thing. You, that's worse than a slur, I reckon. That is truly the worst thing you can be called. But also it's so weird because like the podcast guy, it's like, well, you don't remember the podcast you listen to? Like, yeah. Because it's not like, oh, it's the guy from TV because you can accidentally watch right. TV. But it's like you, you're not walking past an iPhone and go, oh, what's right. that? Not knowing your name is maybe like, I don't know, maybe they've only listened to like one episode or something, yeah, yeah. but not even knowing the name of the podcast. Yeah. Just the just the medium. So yeah. I go to the oh, pod- it's that guy from audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that guy not on radio. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Right, yeah. Right. It's that loser. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I got um. I no, got no, an- no, so, so there's oh, more. sorry, sorry, there's more. Sorry, there's more. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll save some gas then. Yeah, yeah. Right, I'm, I'm quite a yarn spinner in my 47th year. So uh, hell, you switched on for 50. I tell yeah. you what, <laughs> my slide is slowing down upstairs. <laughs> so I then I'm like, of course, I'm like. 
the podcast guy, eh? What podcast? They're like, I don't know. I'm Fantastic. Like, well, like, well, One of the you... true crime ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you uh... killed that Asian girl in a car park. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, that was untraceable. So... <laughs> Uh, so like she was only half, okay? <laughs> half dead. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. Come so, on, guys! It's the middle of the afternoon. Fire yeah. up. <laughs> uh, no, I was like, what podcast? I don't know. They go, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, well, ha- hang on. How do you how, how do you know me? Like, what's going on? They go, oh, we come to one of your live shows, and I'm like, but you don't know who I'm who I am, and they go, no. <laughs> and I go, how do you accidentally come to a live podcast? And they go, oh, we got free tickets at the Comic Sans the other month or whatever. And, and <laughs> like, they just let you in for nothing if that's you walk great. past or whatever. I'm like, oh, that's cool. We're just giving it away up to that place. So, mm. uh, so then they go, yeah, so we just wanted to know. I go, that must have been weird listening to a podcast live that you'd never listened to and all the references. And they're like, yeah, it wasn't that complicated. We picked up on it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're then, a cunt. The little one's a cunt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ipso facto. Yeah, yeah. That's content, baby. Yeah. <laughs> That guy's into Thailand. Yeah, he looks like he's into Thailand. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, uh, so then, a fifty-year-old and a forty-year-old do a podcast together. <laughs> so then, uh, then I go, oh, cool. And you, you liked it? They go, yeah, it's good. I go, oh, so have you listened since? And they go, absolutely not. Yeah, great, <laughs> great. Well, I mean, that was a better live show than that. I thought that would have converted some people who went for free. Yeah. It's like the actual podcast itself is also free. Yeah. Your favourite fucking thing. Yeah. Has anyone wandered in to hang a shit today and just stop <laughs> for the podcast? Is anyone accidentally here today that we can convert? No? Okay. All well, right. the, uh, the comedy festival has started. I've been doing my show for a few nights. And after, like, the first night, I got a, a message on Instagram, a comment on one of my posts saying, Hey, mate, I'm a TV producer. Can you check your DMs? And I'm thinking, oh, here we go. (laughs) Night one. My ticket out of this hell. All right. We need a 40-year-old boy. (laughs) (laughs) I open up the email and uh, it's him pitching me the show. And the show is a dating show. And he said, we'd love to have you on this. Are you single? And... I tell you what, I'm fucking desperate to be on the telly at yeah, this point. Yeah. I'm the wrong side of 40 and it's, <laughs> I'm not feeling good about the future. So. And I did, it did cross my mind to say to my girlfriend, hey, um, would you be okay yeah. with me pretending to try and fuck women on TV? <laughs> that, but, also, but she's been sick all week and because of comedy, I've been trying to like keep my distance from her. So in a week where we're sleeping in different rooms, I don't think it's a good pitch. Yeah. <laughs> to go, like, I know we're giving the illusion of having split up, but can I, can I take the ring off on TV? And uh... What? Why you? Anyone? <laughs> you? What? You? But if what? you had to hazard a guess, madam, why me? <laughs> I like that that, that, like, that girl then just goes Not only didn't want to say anything Prevented Covered herself. her mouth yeah. Just in case a sigh got out And was <laughs> interpreted the wrong way I don't want her to hear Yuck Anyone? Beauty and the Geek Oh you fucking It wasn't that was it? No it wasn't Beauty and the Geek Okay all right, all right. You know what? It's a I mean, yeah, this person just like cold, you know, DM'd me. It's not under any kind of NDA or something. It's, uh, it's oh, a right. new show called Love Triangle. Oh. So it's like, that's even weirder because it's like, am I being brought in as a third? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who are the other two guys? Yeah. 
imagine. Yeah, yeah. So look, like like we said, the comedy festival uh, is underway. I'm doing my show. Uh, you're running a venue. Yes. Biz- very busy week. Yep. Like a lot of stress going on. Um, hard to find the time to like have content to put into the show. You know, up the top here. But luckily, it's 2023, right? And we've got this great new thing called Chat GPT. So I kind of thought in terms of content, we might both be under the pump a bit. So what I did was I went onto the AI program and I got it to write us an opening riff oh, for the top of the podcast. Oh, okay. So here we go. This is, now, this is real, okay? This was me Hang on. getting onto this AI program and saying, please write us a riff right. for the start of the Little Dum Dum Club Live podcast. Hang on, which one, and this which, is what it spat which, out. Which one am I? Um, 50. Right, right. Okay. So here F- we go. 50. Tommy and Carl walk onto the stage to applause and cheers from the audience. Good evening, Melbourne. Oh, Oh, now you fucking wake up. Okay. (laughs) The audience just going, line. (laughs) Good evening, Melbourne. We're back for another edition of the Little Dum Dum Club. We've got special guests, hilarious segments, and of course, our trademark banter that you've come to know and love. But first, we've got to address the elephant in the room. (laughs) Carl, I have to ask you, did you bring any whoopee cushions or fake spiders with you tonight? (laughs) This is good shit. Who writes this? This That's not part of the script, okay? Yeah, 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 sorry. Ha! (laughs) Classic me. No, Tommy, I didn't, but I did bring something even better. My quick wit and razor-sharp sense of (laughs) humour. Great. How are you doing tonight, Carl? I'm a little embarrassed to say this, but I've had a bit of an accident. I was out for a run earlier today. And I had a little bit of an unexpected bowel movement. Luckily, I was able to find a public restroom nearby, but I have to say it's not the best way to start the day. (laughs) I can only imagine. But hey, at least it's made for a good story, right? I, I guess so, Tommy. And who knows, maybe it'll inspire some of our listeners to live their best life. And take up running. Wouldn't I thought so? Um, but you know who's really living their best life? <laughs> you with your man cave filled with toys. Ah, uh, yes, my man cave. It's my happy place, Carl. I've got my action figures, my model trains, <laughs> my comic books. It's a paradise for the inner child in me. I have to say, Tommy, I'm a bit jealous. I don't have a man cave myself, but I can imagine it's a great place to unwind and let your imagination run wild. I, this is, it's finally like I'm speaking like a normal person. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know what the best part is, Carl? I can play with my toys as much as I want and nobody can judge me for it. <laughs> I'm not judging you, Tommy. Uh, in fact, I think it's great that you're keeping your inner child alive. We should all take a page out of your book and remember to play and have fun from time to time. I don't know this person. (laughs) Anyway, Tommy, I have to say, I I saw something strange on the menu at the cafe earlier. (laughs) Oh, really? What was it? A duck sandwich, Tommy. Can you believe it? I mean, I like duck as much as the next guy, but putting it between two slices of bread, that's just quackers. You read the line, it says, the audience groans and laughs at the pun. (laughs) Well, Carl, I guess you could say that sandwich was a real sitting duck. No, it says you laugh and applaud. Uh, Ha! Good one, Tommy. Looks like we're starting this show off on the right foot. 
Absolutely, Carl. And speaking of ducks, we've got a great lineup of guests tonight. So let's get quacking. So what do you? I think the AI has done a pretty fucking good job there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's punched up some of the audience's behaviour as well. So it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's so good. really, the only thing that was off about it was like the AI. Clearly, it's gone through whatever of the podcast and been like any mention of me having toys right. is you making fun of me, right. and the AI has just made the judgment call of like this isn't proper. Yeah. What yeah. if it was a bit nicer to him about and it's it? It's detected. I've only got one joke. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe next time I'll get it to write us the entire hour. We'll yeah. just come back next week yeah. and have full AI-generated content. Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah, you guys seem keen on that. All right. Yep. No maybe I can get the. Maybe I can ask the AI if it knows why I might have been contacted to be on a dating show. Please. <laughs> I'd love to know. I'd love to know the setup of that. All right. All right. Should we get our guests out yes, here? Please. Guys, we have an absolutely huge lineup today on the show for you. Please welcome to the stage our guests Tom Ballard, Melody Bracewell, and Rove McManus. Yes! Hello, everyone. Wowzers. Oh, look, a little love triangle. This is good. <laughs> This is I think I might have the answer. I looked it up, okay? Yep, okay. Oh, here we go. No offence, Tommy, but I think we have the answer here. Uh, the series of Love Triangle sees contestants challenged to find a connection with someone without physically seeing them. <laughs> uh, maybe that's for the best. <laughs> and only communicating via text or calls. Oh. All right. Oh. I'm all right over text. Yeah. <laughs> I'm falling in love with this 12-year-old girl. <laughs> what a love triangle. So you're like a reveal. Right, right. The, the curtain goes up and it's like, oh. And it's like, the curtain goes up and it says, Tommy Dasso, bracket, 40. Bracket, bracket. Question mark. You're like, I just love triangles. Yeah, why is it called love triangle if it's just like if it's just you going back and forth with one person? I don't quite. I guess maybe yeah. you might fall in love with multiple people, and then sure, you, and sure. Then, like you go for the hottest one. Well, yeah. I think now I have to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is this? I think I got the same message. I think lots of comedians. No offense again, but I think lots of comedians. <laughs> Boy, it just gets worse and worse for forty-year-old Tommy, doesn't it? <laughs> you should get the AI to write all the little messages that you have to. Oh, oh that's shit. right. That's what yeah. you got but, that, but no, no, that's the show. It's half human competing <laughs> and half AI, yeah. and then it comes up and it's like sucked in. You want to fuck a robot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was just so. Yeah. It was just so quackers. I couldn't resist. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know what? They didn't even see your festival show. They just peeped in your window and saw you sticking your dick in your computer and went, this is the guy. Like, the, f- the fun part of the show will be you pretending that's not what you want. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> when Tommy's fucking the computer, it's like, da-dun, da-dun. <laughs> it's like, man, that'd be so, that's horrifying just to think you fucking your computer and you're going to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Just remembered my parents are at this one, so that's oh, yeah. that's just a fun oh, time yeah. for the entire Dasselow family they today. Know. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen enough. Yeah, no, no, that's that's great. That's, I love that idea. That new idea is that your name's Toby Dasselow. You didn't change that name. Your parents just changed their name to Allsop. <laughs> <laughs> so they were so embarrassed by my performance on Love Triangle, <laughs> what I was trying to do to that Pentium. <laughs> What is the hottest computer, guys? Yes. Let's get into it. Oh, of course. That's good. Commodore 69. Commodore 69. Only in this fucking crowd. Yeah. Yeah. 
Was that because uh, uh, Mel and Rove, you guys were sitting up the back in, uh, in a booth That's just right. hanging out before the show and some of our listeners came and kicked you out and said, this is our seat. Yep. Was that that guy? Yeah, it was, it was just classic passive-aggressive dumb-dumb club audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't I, want to sit here, do you? I... I... <laughs> I thought, I thought it was a bit more of like, oh, you don't mind if we sit here. And you guys thought, oh, there's some fans. They're like, and then you got up and left and they're like, good. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, he was like, oh, can we sit with you guys? And we thought, well, we're going to get locked in if you sit on those bits. So we'll just go. And he went, I thought you would. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's great. Now, sorry, apologies, by the way, uh, uh, with your introduction, um, Rove. We didn't mean to use your slave name. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, what? Because we, we are a little bit obsessed with that your real name is John. Oh, and, yes. And sure. that we, we want to we live is in the it? old... I'm yeah. so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hang on. Mel, you thought his birth name was Rove? Yeah. Well, your name's Daslo. <laughs> That's yeah. worse. That is worse. Yeah. That's the crazy Australian name. <laughs> <laughs> That's blown my mind. Yeah. No. <laughs> your show, John. How shit would that be? John exactly. Live. John, John Live. Live. Exactly. John Live. John Live. Is it, is it exciting to know that somewhere no out there... John to say hi to their mum. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like a guy in an alleyway wearing a coat and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love that idea. You're getting all those international guests and it's like, do you want to come and do John? Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea that out there there's a multiverse and it's exactly the same as this universe, yes. but the one difference is that the most famous comedian in the country is just called John. Yeah, yeah. Just a man called John. Yeah. And it's, I, reckon, I reckon you should almost embrace it more and like go back to John but change your last name to Live. Oh, oh yes, yeah. well. <laughs> John Live. That's a great name. Please, Rove Live was my father. <laughs> Call that's, me John. that's Mr. Live to you. <laughs> where, where did I'm sorry, I'm sure you've told the story a million times. Oh, where did Rove I, come the, from? I wish I had a more entertaining one. I used to, I used to just flat out lie when I first started. Well, you just like I'm a straight white man. If I'm John, that's so well, much the, the actual story. No, is that was back when it was still cool to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when it was cool to be a straight white yeah. man. Um, my two older sisters gave me the nickname when I was younger, and none of us remember where it comes from. It's just that I grew up with that, and that's what everyone in my family called oh, me. If and I did that, I would be bitch bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> I watch Bitch, bitch Live. Yeah, bitch, bitch, bitch Live. Bitch Live. Fucking bitch awesome. Live. <laughs> Why yeah. did my sisters think of that? <laughs> Bitching Productions. I like that. And then when uh... say hi to your bitch for me. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be laughing like that when I'm making love triangles. <laughs> <laughs> Bought the rights just as you mentioned. I DM the producer. Uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, and then when I, st- I started stand up, only about uh, a year out of uh, high school. So before, I didn't want anyone who knew me by my birth name in high school coming um, to see me. So your dead just, name. Yes. Yeah, my, my actual name. So I thought, oh, I'll just perform, perform under the nickname that my family called me. And then that just kind of stuck, which is fine because it's what I preferred being called over the years anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but then people will come to me and uh, just go, oh, hello, John. Wink. I'm like, it's on Wikipedia. It's not, <laughs> it's not you a mean, huge fucking you, secret. You okay, mean, you can have the table. You can have yeah. the table. You, you mean what we did just then? Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> when it people was a, come no, to you. It was a question on uh, Millionaire Hot Seat oh, yeah. Ooh. The, with uh, Eddie, and the person completely got it wrong. What did they, I, what I, did they, they think your real name was? I 
don't know. I think they just completely... I think they said Andrew O'Keefe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Rough. why it was an option. Yeah. He just staggered into the room and they just, just blurted it out. That's, that's even better. I Andrew think, Live. Yeah. <laughs> I think they just spotted him. They just, oh, Andrew O'Keefe. A- Andrew O'Live. <laughs> so, Mel, but seriously, what's your real actual name, though? Because surely... It is bitch. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just Melanie. I'm, yeah. I went with. I was actually. I kept it real. <laughs> Do you think there have been people who have actually been named Rove who are fans of you? Oh, I yeah. know that babies have. were called I Rove. I know that people have. There are. And do they know that your real name is fucking John? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there's been babies? To this, they do. <laughs> do you think there's been babies named John after you? <laughs> oh uh, no, no way. That would be <laughs> John the baby. <laughs> we <laughs> named you John. <laughs> you know, after Rove. <laughs> But I have received I received lots of emails and messages over the years from people saying I've named my uh, son Rove and so I just wanted to know like what the background history of the name is and I'm like you have gone about this the wrong way yeah the question you are asking should have happened nine months ago before now you have sent some child out into the world who's going to get beaten up in the sandpit you've you've got to have he has a small desk and can host his own show (laughs) did you really just change your name because John means toilet and you also have anus in your name that's it that's exactly you know what I should have done is lost the what a bitch That how, was, no, how did you I, do that I, joke I, and we three miss it? I'm seeing, <laughs> I'm seeing a missed opportunity. I should have kept the John and lost the MCM. Yeah. Yeah. And John, then just been John, John Anus. Anus. <laughs> Damn. John I Anus my whole life all over again. <laughs> John Anus just asked me who I'd turn gay for. Yeah. Yeah. How I yeah, feel about sense. this. Kind of makes sense. Yeah, who, who would you, Tom? Again, no, again. Who would you? Who again? Yeah. <laughs> this time round. That was now. Was that the greatest moment on your show ever? When Kevin Rudd was asked, "Who would you turn gay for?" and he said, "My wife." Yeah. He, <laughs> he had so much time to think it through. Oh. As because, the the prime minister, that's all anyone. I know this is when he was running to BPM, and everyone was like, "It all hinges on this last question, <laughs> whether whether he gets it right or wrong." And I'm yeah. sure his PR people have been pouring over it for yeah. weeks and weeks and weeks to the point where the bit was. It was called 20 bucks in 20 seconds. I would just ask random questions. And if I liked the answers, they would get 20 bucks. And the last question, no matter what else we asked, was always, who would you turn gay for? And so he knew it was coming. Everyone knew it was coming to the point where I even said, look, these other questions are irrelevant. We know it's all leading to the last one, but let's just do this anyway. And then he said his wife, and I was just like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And without thinking, I I just instinctively said, what, your wife's a man? (laughs) (laughs) Or are you a woman? Are you... Let's find out who you really are. And I actually peeled his face off. <laughs> Turns out it wasn't a mask. Um, so, yeah. Still, Cameron Diaz was the best one, which was, um, who says you have to turn gay? And I thought that was going to be it. Like, okay, fair, fair enough. She said, what, you suck one dick and you're gay? <laughs> and I was that's like, how it works. Yeah, that's how it works. That's how it works for some That's how they get you. The first taste is free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What what um what was the pitch meeting like that when you came up with that segment titled? Was there any ones that got knocked back? Like, imagine being gay. Who's come? Do you want to drink? <laughs> who would you who would you fuck in the face a lot? <laughs> it's like, well, it's either that or what though. What do we what do we want to what do we think what do we think what do we think will sell more cheese? <laughs> the original name for what though was what the faggot. <laughs> that was was that the correct name? I think what the it. hell is in my ass? That's what it was. 
That's why it was dot, 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 because it could have been... Oh, bring back John Live! Yeah, bring back John Live! <laughs> well, you know, you got to talk to British Productions. Yeah, They're no, the ones. Yeah. Can you get your production company, Johnny Enterprises, to <laughs> find to fire it back up? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, Kevin Rudd's like, oh... Who's in my ass? My wife. <laughs> Isn't that just the most typical spineless labour position? Just take a fucking position on whose cock you would suck. <laughs> I never had Senator Bob Brown on, and I had so I had to ask him who he would turn straight for. God, this which is going to be bad. Like, the trees he, or something. He, 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 said, he said Kevin Rudd's wife. <laughs> <laughs> You were right, Tom. He said, uh, I, would no- I would normally say Mother Nature. Oh, oh God. But, uh, but, in- but instead I'll say Missy Higgins. That's what he went oh, with. Oh, okay. Which is a horrible visual. <laughs> yeah, no one's and that's happy. when I went, we can't do this segment anymore. The, the gays have ironically ruined this. <laughs> so I, I would love to see the, like, inside the, the Kevin Rudd, yeah, like you were saying. The think tank. The, the yeah. people working on it all week. Ah, yeah. oh, what's a funny answer? Liberace? What's a good answer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's a good answer for the hopeful future PM yeah. who, to want to fuck? Who does the majority of Australia want to fuck against their will? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you could just yeah, pick, a, pick a Hugh Jackman or something. Like, just go with it. Go yeah. Barack Obama. There's easy options. Say a We used to actually yeah. have to say to people... Beforehand, oh, you can't say me. Too many people like oh, try to get right. out. Of all right, mate. Oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm very, fuck- I'm very fuckable. <laughs> I'm very fuckable for sixty-two. <laughs> now, Cameron Diaz, I know what you're thinking. I know, I know. No, that's the first before, place your head goes. Please, yeah. Jennifer Aniston. Before know, you answer the question, I know you want a bit of this, John. Uh, <laughs> Call me John. Yeah. I, um, we've been talking about this a bit. Uh, a lot of Thai restaurants still opening in Burke Street. Yeah, they, um, yes. they are absolutely multiplying. When will it end? Yeah, yep. it's so good. It's the best time of my life. My fifties are great, after all. Yeah. Uh, so there's a new one. There's a brand new one around the corner, and I've ingratiated myself, obviously, already. And uh, so I've been going there, and I know I've been there too many times already. There's only been in open about three weeks. I went there the other day, and I sat at the front, and I had uh, lunch. And I'm just sitting there by myself, and a homeless man just walked past and goes, Here you go, mate, and gave me a computer mouse. Uh, what? Free mouse. Yeah. yeah. Is this because you're the podcast guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go, mate. Do your little editing with that. Yeah, yeah. Did Tommy try to have sex with it? Mmm. <laughs> so, right in the ball hole. <laughs> oh, yeah, you take out the ball and then yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, right, okay. of course. So, uh, so I go. You're 50. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Me being 40. Yeah, yeah. So then, so he just goes, and I'm like, you know, I'm just going to take, take this like the most natural thing in the world. And he walks by and goes, there you go, mate. And I go, thanks, mate. And just kept it there while I ate my curry. And then the, the mouse was there. And then <laughs> I just didn't think of anything of it at all. And then three weeks later, I came back to the same restaurant and I, had, and I ordered dinner. And then they came, the, the waitress came out with the mouse and goes, you forgot this. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say you took the mouse and then you come back and you get mouse pad or keyboard. Oh. And you're just slowly going to get the entire computer no, that's in the you, back I office. Week go by, it's like one of those, like, line, those magazine things you buy. Week by week it builds <laughs> into a Commodore 69 and then you fucking... Yeah. At the cafe. First one comes with the big binder. That's it. To put them all in. <laughs> Free with issue one. 
What did you say? Did you explain why she must have been very confused? Yeah, yeah, no, she was. She was. <laughs> okay. Hey, it's the podcast guy over here. <laughs> oh, he's always For talking those into microphones. Carl suddenly forgot how microphones work. <laughs> he's talking into a beer. <laughs> Christ, thirteenth year of doing this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dicky knee's really upset. He is so <laughs> shaking his head. Oh, the crowd mic's not going to pick that up. <laughs> no, yeah, no, very confused. I said, "That's not my mouse." I go, "You had it." And I go, "You had it." Uh, <laughs> I Don't ho- you put this mouse on us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, a homeless man gave it to me, and I'm like, I got to end this conversation. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if it makes any sense. I love the image of them watching you walk off, and it's just like your empty plate, and then just the mouse still sitting there. Because like, yeah, also, motherfucker, who brings a mouse along to a Thai restaurant by itself with no computer? <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Plug it into the pad Thai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who accepts a mouse from a homeless man? Oh, I'm not going to fight a homeless man over the possession of a so mouse. Does he he needs he wa- it more than you do. But he didn't want it. He gave it to me. Yeah. He made it really expressly clear that he thinks I should have it. Okay. He was really like, mate, this is for you. And then you just left it at the restaurant. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah, shit. he was probably watching outside as you left. Yeah. Just Heartbroken. a single tear rolled down <laughs> his horribly grubby little cheek. Yeah, exactly. Best wife she's had for a while. Yeah. yeah. So has he, he's walked past. Has he then like spotted you and walked in? Was he already in there? No, he walked like, was the, It seems like the, the way you're telling the story, he specifically eyeballed you with the yes. idea... Now that guy looks like he needs a mouse. Yeah, yeah. No, that's. I feel like that's what it was. That's exactly. What was it? it was. A, was it a homeless guy or was it someone who just works at JB Hi-Fi? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We we got a few JB Hi-Fi listeners, so uh, if, if that was you, bring us another one. I uh, I lost that one. The Thai restaurant has that one. So yeah, that's, I've never thought of it like this, but yeah, our crowd does look like the staff Christmas party at JB Hi-Fi, doesn't it? Going on sixty nine. I got um I got another email uh, during the week actually from um from someone speaking. We're all doing shows at the comedy festival. I got an email from someone who runs a massage clinic, oh, and they're like they've done go. like a lot of sports stuff, and they're trying to branch out into like, hey, you're doing a show for a month, like you know maybe it's like a good thing you can come in. And they gave this guy gave me like a list of recent clients that they've had through the door in the world of the performing arts. Oh boy, he's like, oh. here's some people that we've given massages to lately. Bring me the horizon. <laughs> The what? band. Um, the whole band? Yep. Billy Brownless. Right. Billy Brownless. Yeah. The Venga Boys. <laughs> and Gareth Reynolds. Oh. Holy shit. This was the big pitch. I think Dave Anthony was meant to go in and then just didn't show up. Yeah, but, uh, there we go. There we go. But yeah, that's not bad. Does that entice you to get a little yeah. mid-festival massage from these people? I don't need enticing. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Did it read like this? Hope you're well. We are mobile... My therapy, sports therapy, and massage business in Melbourne. With we specialise in providing massage sessions to touring artists. Oh, yeah, you're getting this. Gareth Reynolds, yeah, I got it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Venga Boys, bring me the horizon. There you go. But let me ask you up the top. Shit, should I not have got back to them? (laughs) (laughs) Up the top of mine, it said, "Dear Tommy." What did it say up the top of yours? Hey, John. Yes. Yes. See, that's, you should say yes as long as your name gets added to that spam. Yeah. Right. Yes. yes. Celebrity clients with massage include John. John. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, man. you can use my name for promo, but I'm going to have to insist that you delete Bring Me the Horizon off the yep, list yeah. and it be just John. Man, have I gotten any communication this week that was just for me? 
I was about to say my mum saw my show last night and texted me that she loved it, but I don't want to fucking hear that. That's gone now. If no, I, I, got, that I got a message from your mum saying she loved it too. Oh, so, yeah. oh my! She's You're here. 50. She's here. You're fifty years old. I'm not. <laughs> How terribly unbecoming of you. <laughs> I got an email this morning saying the cancer came back, but I think that could have been for the... <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not sure if that might have been... I should pass that on. Yeah, right. It's, you're, the, you're the one other person in the city called Tom, so it's, <laughs> it's an easy mistake to make. They're a terrible clinic. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, a bit of backstory, yeah. John. I had cancer, and it's very yeah, funny. No, no, very aware. <laughs> yeah. John live, Tom not so live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you get chemo from? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's good to laugh. The best years of my life, they were. (laughs) Now this is podcasting. (laughs) This is really split the two sides of the stage. The three of us loving it. Mel and John just looking horrified. If I was like, fuck. Cancer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm seeing it in your eyes that you've like you've got a few. The cogs are turning, but you just don't know me quite well enough. Yet. <laughs> I will be honest. I didn't know until now. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I'll be honest. There. I thought you still had it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I mean, that's the only explanation, surely. <laughs> Fuck, he chonned me. Yeah. You got John! <laughs> Good old fashioned Johnning! <laughs> John, now John, if I yes. can call you that. Yes, um, you may. Please, please do now. Please if do. I can call you that for the 10th time tonight. Uh, <laughs> that's the other thing. You, you are effectively my boss as well. You, sure. You, I mean, you own the project. Yes. I've worked for the project for, Correct. I think, 12, 13 years or oh, something like I that. I worked for it in New Zealand as well, so That's you were right. my boss yes. at one stage Yes, we have the New well. Zealand project. Oh, yeah. I protested out the front of there the other day. So. <laughs> <laughs> Another link. <laughs> Me too, I just want the old ones back. I just wasn't happy. Just, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, is it, is so, yeah. Probably no, time yeah. for a performance review or... <laughs> Yeah, how am I doing? Am I all right? <laughs> uh, it's it's a good, it's a it's a great gig. I um, <laughs> I implore anybody to. It's not a shareholder meeting. <laughs> um, to get paid for just watching something on television um, that isn't Gogglebox. But um, yeah, I highly recommend it. It's been very good to me during the pandemic to run a show that is about the news. <laughs> so, I don't know why everyone's complaining about it. It was great. Yeah. Do you? Do I you... sat at home and the checks just kept rolling in. Yeah. <laughs> were they? Were they all from Husey? Or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just so needy. How, how much? How much do you have to do? With oh, the nothing. Show? nothing. Absolutely nothing. Wow. Yeah. Once it's once I'm I'm the mother bird of it. As in, I just eat food and then regurgitate it into their mouths. <laughs> uh, and then once they get sick of that, I just let them go and fly and um, up to as this many Christian lobby this, groups as they can this, without my... This metaphor no. doesn't make any sense at all. This is... I don't know what's happening. Is that why Carrie left? You <laughs> <laughs> and she kept shitting on my car. Yeah. Was, <laughs> what are we okay. doing here? What now is it makes this? Sense. Now it makes sense. Yeah. Right, so right. I'd, I'd wear a big leather glove and she'd come and sit on it and then... <laughs> Yeah. But I had to put a hood over her eyes or she just... 
Is it? I just start attacking like computer mice, which was really weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Is it comforting to know that if you ever went crazy and committed a bunch of crimes, that there'd be at least one news program that probably wouldn't report on it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. Because that would incentivize me. That's honestly. the whole reason I did it. Just it's good to have a, fo- a fail safe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. just in case you want to be that. Oh guy. yeah, you, I just yeah. realised you're sort of like the left wing Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a hideous visual! <laughs> oh, no, sorry. I just um, no. I just had flashbacks to a wonderful line in Tom Ballard's show. If you haven't gone to see it yet, go see it. Oh, thanks. That's all I'll say. <laughs> oh. Ooh, but what a hook! It sounded like you liked it, but you also described it as flashbacks. Like it was. Is this, oh God! Horrible. Uh, Rupert Murdoch reference. <laughs> <laughs> but what? What are people meant My to do? My audiences have PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what are people meant to do at home? Just pause the podcast and go, oh, fuck, I guess I better get a I ticket. Get a <laughs> yes, yes, they yes, should. That should. Hopefully. 9.15, Victoria Hotel. It is I, every night of the festival. No, but what's really the name of the title of your show? It is I. No, let's be serious. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tom Live. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yeah, That's and Rove's cool. show is called Rove McManus. It is John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still yeah, not bored of it. Will Rove never Mc- get old. So Rove McManus, it is not I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to keep it interesting. It'll, it'll never you... get old, unlike you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I could cover from then, but not from you. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Well, Rove. that's the line. Have a crack at the cancer, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Please leave the healthy old man alone. <laughs> I'm younger Have than you. you. Have you no decency? <laughs> Younger than you! Old white men have suffered enough, okay? <laughs> You've got the Merrick Watts. We don't know how long he's got. <laughs> You've got the Merrick Watts thing going on. You've what got the. You've got the. You've got the. You're insane. That, you've got the guy that's older than he looks thing going on. Something's going on. The oil of Yulan, so fucking so dear. Look, just start moisturizing. Stop sucking up to your boss, Carl. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I just thought it might have got me a race for the first time in eight years. But anyway. Um, <laughs> See, moist- this is the shit. The, the real thing is that you have the power to fire car. Yeah. And I just, I really think we should. I'd like to keep him guessing. <laughs> uh, just start moisturizing your 30 kids. That's all, that's all it takes. And then just do not do manual labor. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're all way ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been doing, and I still look like this. <laughs> I look older than you. <laughs> and much sicker, too. Like, not just older, but much sicker. Don't. Uh, don't just be, oh, I look older than you. No, you there don't. Is and something... sicker, like really sicker. Seriously sicker. We should, we should just stop and get some medical help. <laughs> just, I just want to be sure. I just don't want to feel guilty about all the cancer jokes if something happens at what, the end of this. What I hate about... Like, just, I... just, can, can someone... You know how you say, is there a doctor? Can, is there somebody who can do a white cell blood count in the, in the house? Actually, yeah, maybe if I went on Love Triangle, I'd still pick up because the girl would see me and go, oh, well, he's dying, I mean, so I'd better... <laughs> Just how long, how long term could this relationship be? <laughs> really? What's a what a, a weak commitment here? Yeah. Is we're talking about? I'll what? get in his will. I'll get all that sweet podcast guy money, and then he'll cark it. This is like what I hate about our audience is. <laughs> <laughs> Do tell. It's like double up today. <laughs> the views expressed by Carl Chandler do not re- represent. <laughs> The rest of the panel, please come see my show. It is I, 9.15, Victoria Hotel. <laughs> but they're supposed to be fans of us, and every time we get a fucking billionaire on the show, <laughs> they start shitting on us, and they're like, hooray for Rupert! <laughs> I do imagine you as a teenager in the early 2000s watching Rove Live and going, one day that guy's going to call me a sick cancer cunt <laughs> What a one day, and then all your friends around you are going, you fucking wish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
One day when I grow up and get better from this, he's going to insist I have it. Yeah. Yeah, I've got the I've got the drip in my arm. I'm receiving the transfusion. I'm yeah. just seeing him on the TV, being like, "Yeah, that's going to be great. One Something day. to live for." Well, he gives my friend money. <laughs> I would turn gay for bone marrow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good show. That is a good. I would watch. I would watch. I just bags the format right. Shut up, everybody. I'm just. I'm going, had, um, I'm going in halves on that with a massage therapist. <laughs> I remember vividly being like 11 and getting a blood transfusion and being like really freaked out by it. The fact that I had someone else's blood in me yep. and then being like, I just like was feeling weird all night. And I said to my mum, mum, when you have a blood transfusion, do you like from that other person, do you like, do you like turn into that person? Like, am right. I going to start like, am I going to turn into this magic Johnson? <laughs> Fuck you, that is a classic Chandler reference. <laughs> I'm not pretending to be anyone I'm not. <laughs> Red! <laughs> Who would you turn magic for? Um... <laughs> Who would you get AIDS for? Magic Johnson. Oh. Yeah, right. There we, go. there we go. Oh, podcast guy. Guys, this was all written by ChatGBT. Okay, we're just <laughs> reciting the script. Yeah. Yeah. So suddenly the homeless guy wants his mouse back. <laughs> But yeah, I was like freaked out that I would like start to take on the, the personality of the person who gave me right. blood. And I'd said to, I'm like 11. And I say to mum, oh, is this what's going to happen? And she goes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mum's a teacher, by the way. So, so Does that mean every time I give blood now I can say, but not to Tommy Daslow? Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who wants a little bit of John? Yeah. <laughs> That's look, great. I know, look, every time they do take some out, I'm just like, if they knew. <laughs> <laughs> part, of, part of me wants them to know. You're welcome. <laughs> oh yeah, because the blood just goes out there and it just yeah, goes out there. Someone's got a bit of uh, a yeah, bit of John, bit of John floating Sweet around. Sweet John, in it. a positive in it. Wow. <laughs> Didn't even study. It's didn't actually even study. me. I stole it from the oh, medical clinic. I don't need it. It's got a but... stash of it. <laughs> Just for when the apocalypse comes. <laughs> Mel has a fridge. Anyone need some rose Who needs, blood? Who needs that's some very, showbiz blood? That's very funny for you to put down on the form. Uh, my blood's actually John positive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to keep saying John. It's going to keep being funny, yeah. guys. Because oh. normally people say, I've got a bit of, you know, show, I've got showbiz in my blood. Well, it's just like, I just have blood, like, in my house. <laughs> Home, homemade showbiz blood. Buckets of it. Right for the picket. Not stored properly. No. So should we get into... Should we, should we do this? Should we, we start the show? Yeah. <laughs> I think the dress rehearsal's gone quite well. Yeah. What do you think? It's great. Great sound check, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rose, like, this show's about as good as our warm-up Who? used to be on the old show. Sorry. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Sorry. John. John. <laughs> Um, we do It'll have our own. Back. It'll come back. Don't we, worry. Yeah, we have our own show uh, that we've, we're, we're pitching at the moment. Um, now we had this idea a few weeks ago. People have demanded that we do it live. Uh, uh, I now, listened back to the episode of the Birth of the Yard this morning, and the hope in your voices, which is just incredible. You're like, this is going to be massive. Everyone's going to love this. The people will be, co- will be battling for it. Yep. And now here we I are. don't think we've got one message about it. So. <laughs> But so what the concept is, is it's like The Voice, except instead of uh, someone singing beautifully and someone with their back to the person, it's someone, some one of you fuckheads telling us a story and then us, if it sucks, we turn around. <laughs> we walk out on the story. Now that I say it out loud, not as funny as I remember it, but... <laughs> 
and the winning yarn gets put onto a disc that's going to be sent into space. Yes, no, you know what else? So there are there are actual prizes. Let me let me say the prizes because we've taken down some names, and this is to inspire you guys to yarn even better than you previously were going to. So uh, the, the 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 prizes are uh, we have uh, some gift vouchers sent to us from a homeless g- guy <laughs> in a Thai restaurant. Uh, from the good people at uh, Nini Chicken. So we've got some gift vouchers right. from them now. They Are they good people? Well, <laughs> Have you met them? They gave us this. Free, oh, that's, yeah, that's something. Yeah. That's something. A lot of people Needy. don't give us food. Um, so <laughs> hey, they, don't shit on the sponsor. Yeah. yeah. I'll do what I want. <laughs> Sorry, John. <laughs> shit away. Do you want this blood or not? <laughs> yeah, I, oh, yeah. One of the prizes is John's blood. My blood. Yeah. Surprise! Yeah. It was good because they contacted me and I said, and I pitched them a, a proposal where they sponsored us for thousands of dollars and they emailed back and said, how about a couple of $50 vouchers? And I said, done. <laughs> it's good negotiating. Yeah, so we've got some of them. And uh, also I bought, uh, uh, there is, straight after this show, there is actually a Thai food street festival down the street and I bought a bunch of tickets to it. Because, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I bought a bunch of so tic- you're out of pocket now. Yeah, yeah. So I bought a bunch of tickets to it. I'm going to go with my friends. I bought a couple of extra tickets uh, because because uh, it was like sold out. It's so hard to get into all this sort of stuff. And it's like, oh, this will be really. This is a cool thing to give out. And I read about it today, and they go, yeah, we're just giving them out for free now. So <laughs> the cost of those tickets, they are worth literally nothing now. Uh, any, so you could win this ticket, or you could just walk in. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Wonder if more or less people would have signed up to do the yarn if they knew the prize was win a date with Carl Chandler. <laughs> But the one good thing is, they go, it said it comes with a, a, a guaranteed entry, which has been downgraded to please walk in this morning. But it also said it came with a free drink. And I'm like, oh, great, a long neck of singer. And I found out, I looked into the terms and conditions. It's a one strawberry spritzer. So <laughs> that is what we're giving away today. <laughs> one strawberry spritzer and some chicken. <laughs> 50 bucks at yeah. Nene Chicken. And all, and, and all you have to do to get it. Is be humiliated <laughs> by a bunch of comedians as you try to tell us the most amazing story of your life. I mean, <laughs> can he can he throw in a message no from the people who did the yeah, thing? Can we throw in that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, mate. I think this person. I mean, obviously, this yarn concept is going to go. I mean, you know, we've got the head of Johnny Enterprises here. Yes, yes. So he's going to watch the pilot episode, yes. and so hopefully then it's on TV within a week. Yes. And Carl, then Carl and will be working on it, much like the project, and now I know his negotiating skills. <laughs> <laughs> he is going to be fucked up the arse. <laughs> we could get this massage guy on board as, like, you know, the allied Pickfords of our yeah, show, yeah. you know, just in the credits every week. Yeah. I, I, I love the, I, I love the oh, idea. That would be great in the credits. Yeah. To say, um, cast and crew choose to just randomly walk into a Thai street <laughs> festival, get a free spritzer, and leave. Yeah. Yep. And with with uh, Johnny Productions on on board, we know it's uh, going to be real finger on the pulse. Given we've heard how he treats the project, I sit home and cash the checks. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck cashing right. this check for nothing. <laughs> All right, so what? We, yep. uh, it's not like we haven't thought this out. We've got some chairs. Whoa! Wow! What? Yeah. No what expense spared. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> wow! Oh, no. No, oh they look like they're covered in. Wow! Okay, this paint. Where oh, are that? Is that Carl's wallet? Yes, it is. Oh. No, I don't. Let's. No. I've got a new TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Got a few fitties if you don't mind. Oh. <laughs> Granddad still has cash on him. <laughs> That's so sweet. <laughs> so sweet. 
His real name is Boris? What the fuck? <laughs> 50. Condoms. Oh, these are the receipts and stuff. There's nothing interesting here at all. Yeah. Don't touch that. <laughs> oh, shit, there it is. You touched it. I touched it. I'm now, gay. You're gay. <laughs> Imagine. Okay, so how's this going to... Yeah, we need to make some room for our I contestants to get up. Yeah. So the, this is the judging panels here. Yeah, maybe you, you, you're here. You're back here, I think. This <laughs> Yeah, we'll fix. Right. John, John will fix up this in post. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, while you're doing this, I did look up the definition of yarn because it's very interesting. There are two definitions. There is the you know uh, a long rambling story, especially one that is implausible. I.e., he never let reality get in the way of a good yarn. But it's also Aboriginal English, and uh, the description here says describes an informal conversation or storytelling in a culturally safe environment. Now. <laughs> <laughs> would you guys describe the Little Dum Dum Club as a culturally safe environment? I would say neither of those words are true. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Good to uh, check. Now we have a theme. Sorry, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry thank you. We, we have a theme. If we can, if we can play that. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Welcome to Australia's least demanded new reality show, The Yarn. Where real-life contestants tell their yarn to a panel of celebrity judges in the hope of having their story sent into space. Or something like that. I'm not sure. It wasn't really made clear. To be honest, I didn't listen to the episode when they talked about it. I like the recent live episode from Adelaide, though. Anyway, please welcome the hosts of The Yarn. He's the king of South Australian anal. It's Tommy Dasselo. And a man who appears to be wearing a pair of young ladies' jeans. It's Carl Chandler. Welcome to the yarn. Oh, welcome to the yarn, everyone. Can I now? You, you, and I both worked on theme tunes at the same time. Can I just quickly play you mine? Because I think oh, it's a, okay. I think it's a slightly different uh, approach, okay. but also good. The yarn. <laughs> So, you know, two different approaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both, both with merit in their own ways. You got a bit of a laugh for mine. I had to pay for mine, but yeah. <laughs> Fuck, all right. Hey, uh, welcome to the Yarn. Now, look, we have asked for contestants before the show. Uh, let's see how this goes. We uh, initially thought this would be a great idea to do a pre-interview of everyone, and then we didn't do any of that. So <laughs> we just asked for people to write their names down on the bar. And so let's read one of them out. <laughs> God, I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> this could be how we die. Isn't this exciting? This is I've, this is now talking dum dum. We're just reading out names. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do five yarns. Um, just to clarify, so if we don't like the yarn, we're going to turn around. Yes. Okay. And do we do we comment or roast or congratulate or you know get involved? During you can the yarn? get involved completely. Yeah. No, yeah. we'd like you to sit here in silence on this podcast, please. <laughs> Just, yeah, that's all we want on, a, on, a, on an audio podcast is just the slight sound of swivelling. That's, <laughs> that's all we want, guys. Message Shut me. the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry. And pop the chair. Just try to help. And we, we spin at the point we 
feel the yarn has lost our interest. You're just out. As soon as you're out, you swivel. And if we love the yarn, we stay looking and we need to pitch to them to be their yarn coach? (laughs) I don't mind that. Sure. Punch it up. I can't wait for the yarn battle round. (laughs) It's going to be amazing. Yarn v. Yarn. And this is not the end of a Graham Norton episode. No, (laughs) no, no, no. no. Who's that? That's... That's that's a thing we found yeah, out I was afterwards. I was yeah. That's something 50 people told us afterwards we had this great original idea. <laughs> <laughs> this is an unsuccessful version, okay? All right. Okay, now do you want to have a crack at that one or do do I do it? Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay, let first cab off the rank. Matria Edwards. Excellent. Yes, please. I mean, also, to be fair, Mel, they've stolen two shows' ideas, not just the one. Oh, what was the other show we stole? Well, it's obviously The Voice and Graham Norton. Oh, yes, right. right. And obviously... I don't want anyone thinking, like, it's just Graham Norton. Oh, g'day. Hey, Mishra. I'll give you you, gentleman with I'll give you my mic. By the way, I think it'd be fun for us to get a look at the contestants and then try and guess what we think their yarn is about. Uh, I hope it's how you got that sweet. Shark, shark tattoo. Oh, yeah, yeah, there it is. Freshy as well, so I appreciate that. Oh, it is? Yeah, thanks, John. Yeah, it's good, mate. It's good. Drugs, I guess yeah, drugs. Yeah. I was going to say. Is it a person riding a shark? Yeah. 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 It's got to be a story. It can't be just one night I drank bong water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to lock in drugs for 400. Thanks, guys. <laughs> this is a new show. <laughs> this, this is this is Yarn Jeopardy now. Sorry, yeah. What's your name? Mat- Mat- uh, Matraya. Matraya is my name, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Right. I don't reckon you even need a story, <laughs> do you? <laughs> do you uh, want to just host the little dum-dum club now? This guy, this guy rules. <laughs> I'd give him my blood. I would give him my blood. Something tells me he what? doesn't like getting injections of any kind. <laughs> Mel, welcome to Matry Alive. <laughs> no, I try my best, I do. I, um, my, my stories, it's about... No, you, you go. Yeah. <laughs> if I may. Yeah, like, yeah. Like my story is about dog piss. All right, so... All right. Um, it's pretty quackers. I I was... <laughs> from, from before. <laughs> I, uh, so I went on a first date with this young lady a few years ago. It was very nice. Uh, we went and we walked our dogs together. My other bought a collie. She's a coolie. It was very cool. <laughs> I'm we... lost already somehow. <laughs> Born raconteur. <laughs> Is this a character? <laughs> I to say. I, uh... <laughs> so, you know, things It's like Blakey meets Kappa somehow in one. <laughs> <laughs> it's an incredible combo. Sorry, everyone else who put your name down, thanks, but I don't think we'll be needing you. <laughs> We'll give you a voucher, just don't try and follow this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, so, yeah, it went all right. It went good. And all, she's, a, she's a nice lady and she has an even better dog. Is that dog. your real voice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Matreya, it's, it's meant to be like the next Buddha on Earth. And my dad named him Matreya after the next Buddha. <laughs> oh, sub story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think he thought what I was going to sound like before I fucking got conceived. But so you, there we go. It's all right. You so know? you got named... I don't, name, you got I don't named, think before he had... Sex with your mom. He was thinking, "What's this baby gonna sound like?" <laughs> you got you got named after a Buddha, so you decided to try and smoke all the baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when in Rome, they say. I. <laughs> uh, so, like, we, me and this young, nice lady, we get to this third date, right? And 
oh, I don't know, I, like, I don't really want to talk out of tongue here, but on, on like the third one, sometimes, you know, sometimes people can get a little bit, you know, have a go on your third date, right? And so we went, we went on a hike and that was really good and it was a little bit, you know, it was a little bit wet, it was drizzling and that was cool. And we, we, we went on the hike and um, then, she, you know, we came back to my house and that was really cool. Wait, wait. I discovered... Were, were the dogs there? Uh, her dog was not my dog. Todd was was uh, Todd. To attention. Yeah. Why is the dog the one with the normal name? <laughs> it, were your on. parents on what you're on now when they <laughs> named? We're, all right, it, we, we've got to name the child and the dog. Uh, yeah. Dog Todd, yeah. child, magical Mister Mistopheles. Yeah. <laughs> is this like something. a Rover John thing? Is your real name Bill or Ted? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can't make this more I, uh, interesting. I do have something. three brothers, and they their names are Ben, Gray, and Danny. So, and I've got my trailer. Yeah, I feel like the old man's rolled some dice, just hasn't come up good. You know what I mean? I was fucking... <laughs> uh, but here I am. It's good. Good on you guys. Good on you. Uh... <laughs> You're a terrific crowd. Never forget that. <laughs> I and don't of course, know, you're just you're and fucking of, splendor in the grass personified. <laughs> so of course, Dude, everyone, everyone else has a, an equal forty-five minutes to tell yeah. their story. Just making I, sure it's a level playing field. I, I have one question: How much chicken can you eat? <laughs> <laughs> Let's give it a crack, mate. I, uh, nah, anyway, so third date, we go back to my house. Yeah, you know, let my dog go outside of my room because obviously it respects. And I, <laughs> but I, okay, this is where it gets. I, I don't really know how I'm going to word this, but okay, eventually at some stage, I was receiving a blowjob. Oh. All right. If this story well, ends with us all, was it from the dog? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's how you say it. That's yeah. how you actually play say it. Play the fifth. Play the fifth. Any other way, and you didn't try. <laughs> there is so much goodwill for Matreya in the room right now, and I. Cannot wait to see that be pissed up against the wall. <laughs> Whatever happens next in this story. Nah, it was... I it was... should have just started the story where we were walking our dogs and somehow I got a blow. <laughs> <laughs> yada, 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 I'm getting me dick yeah. <laughs> I respect the backstory, though. It's good to have context. Yeah, have is context. that the win over the crowd? It's like, oh, he likes dogs, he's a cool person. All of a sudden, he's getting sucked off. Okay, well, he's oh, no, got a dog, nice though. Sure. He's earned it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I so yeah. It, uh, one thing I discovered about this individual is she was very nice, but when it came to the bedrooms, all of a sudden a flip kind of scripted. I, I don't know how you word that. Kind of scripted. A flip. A flip. <laughs> what? You know, you know how you, you flip the scripts. You, you, you flip the you flip the scripts a little bit. Yeah. <sighs> Bit of both. Um, uh, it Man, was, it was you flipped all... the script switch. Yes, yes. <laughs> Man, so... I cannot wait to eat Thai food with you. <laughs> <laughs> so you should. I. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> this response is making me hate our audience. Honestly. <laughs> Nah, so yeah, so she, all of a sudden she got did, did get quite talkative, and so she was. Tommy, I'm getting scared. This guy's gone. I've got a great story. I got sucked off the end. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I mean, I don't really want to admit this in front of a room full of people. But yes, you do. <laughs> You're the first name Strong on the list, disagree. and you emailed us as well. <laughs> I saw the email on the bus. I'm like, fuck. I'll give it a crack. All right. 
I, uh, so anyway, so I did get like, she, she scratched me a little bit. I was like, that's a bit fucking, oh, you know, it's a bit tongue and cheek. I don't like it. Um, but I will commit for the role. And so she was quite talkative. And during this blowjob, she was, she was coming she was, up. And, she was recording a podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she would, she would just say things that just weren't quite, you know, she'd, she'd say like, stop looking like that or something like that. It was, it's a bit Hang weird. Hang on. While your dick what? is in her mouth? Uh, yeah, like a yeah. If you can think of like a, it's, like it's almost like a perpetual like wave motion. It's an up and you I know, see. and it's okay. uh, come up. Tell me how you're going and come. I don't really. I don't. Yeah, man. Imagine she said, she said to you, "Stop looking like that." I don't, I don't know what else. As in, like, I, just like, were you staring at her, or just could you change your appearance? <laughs> I don't know. Did you Did you ever think your first time on stage would be explaining how someone talked with your dick in their mouth yeah. to Rove McManus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you sorry, know. John. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, thank John. you. <laughs> Good on you, John. I, I was. <laughs> oh, that's one. That's one out. We don't know each other well enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you are you pitching for like the mean judge of our show? Like the Simon Cowell is that obnoxious Brit? <laughs> <laughs> this is like telling Harry Styles that he didn't have it back in the day. You'll see. <laughs> I uh, no, so eventually I was getting you know quite fatigued from this situation. <laughs> oh my and god! She then she then comes up and said, "Sorry if it smells. My dog pissed on my jeans earlier today." I thought we've just I, been I on I a three-hour like fucking hike. Like, what's going? What's going on I feel there? Like now's the time to admit this was me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's weird seeing you again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the ride was a lot better than the destination, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that was excellent. Is that the end of the yarn? That's my story, that's thank you. That's, oh, my, story. that's my yarn. So the moral of the story is she smelt like dog piss? No, no, I didn't smell a thing. Oh, um, good on you. She You're just wanted to inform me, you know, during, during the crime that oh. she was... I mean, it's not a crime. I was... <laughs> I don't want to say that. No, everything, everything, it was above board. It was above board, and it's okay. Uh, but then she just cho- she just chose a criminal time to inform me that a dog had pissed on her jeans earlier oh, that sure. day. That's yeah. what I'm trying yes. yeah. Well, when you have to give a statement to the police, I'd work on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I would. I would. Yeah. Thank you very much. What a, what a yarn. What a yarn. What an opening yarn. Yeah, any, any, uh, look, I, I, I would say it's going to be a closing yarn as well, looking at the time. Yeah, I, I think the most shocking part of the story for me was that uh, you mentioned in the middle of it that you got the bus here. You don't say. Yeah. Didn't take the Tesla in today? <laughs> <laughs> this, this reeks of a story where it's like, your story is I got sucked off. What else can I add to it? Because <laughs> you didn't even smell the dog piss. It was like there was... It was what? raining and there was a dog in the room. It's wet dog smell. Covers are you everything. uh are you single? No. Ah. Cuz I think that yarn would go great on love triangle. <laughs> <laughs> so what he's he just stays here now? Is this no. what... <laughs> I'll I'll coach you, Matria. I'll be your yarn coach. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know what that means. Look, <laughs> I, we have another show coming in, so literally we have no choice but to send that story into space. Uh, <laughs> oh, dear and, God. And, and thanks so the aliens are going to be moving from anal probing to <laughs> sucking people off while a dog pisses on them. <laughs> thank you. We thank you. And, yeah, our, and, and our future generations, we, uh, thank you. you yeah, wow. Hey. 
Good on you, mate. Congratulations. 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 You get two gift certificates to Nene Chicken that are signed out to Podcast Winner 1 and Podcast Winner 3. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations. Good on you, mate. Wow. Really makes you think. To be fair... Do, does any of the potential yarners feel that they could top that? Like, is there just one, someone who needs to blurt out, I fucking killed a drifter or something, just, <laughs> yeah, just in case. Yeah. Just Good point, case. yeah. If anyone has got, like, a concise that they reckon can just take the, that on. Whatever the punchline is. Has any of you had, like, two blowjobs? <laughs> <laughs> two well, is is that you. woman's dog in the room? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no, no one wants to take on the big man. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, no, it's fair enough. Congratulations, Matraya. Wow. Eat that. There's $100 worth of chicken there. Thank you, one person. Yeah. <laughs> one person. I'm sure the, the good people at Nene Chicken will be very glad to have sponsored that story about <laughs> you getting sucked off. Uh, <laughs> when that you think of Nene Chicken from now on. The only little clincher at the end. My only, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not a yarn coach, but yeah. just to help you out there, Tom. Just, you know, the only thing you were missing was just at the end, she goes, mmm, tastes like Nene Chicken. That's yeah, all yeah. you were missing. Yeah. All you were missing. When you eat any chicken, think, hey, there could be something worse in your mouth. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Man, when you see a large cardboard cut out of him at the next Nenny chicken that you go to, you'll regret that. Colonel Matryer. <laughs> I can't wait for in a year's time when we have comics messaging us being like, there's this new guy doing open mic comedy. Yeah. Says he got a taste for it at your podcast. Yeah. He's only got one bit and it's about a dog pissing on yeah. him. Yeah. Did you fucking create this monster? Yeah. I'm more intrigued by that girl because she didn't know that by giving that blowjob that many years ago that she's just given someone $100 worth of chicken. <laughs> 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 You're blowing my mind, man. That's fucking great. It's the fucking butterfly effect, baby. <laughs> oh, you got, don't stink out the bus on the way home, will you? So, uh, with, the, with the chicken, I mean. Well, what do you think? What do you think, Rove? Can you bring this up at the next uh, like shareholders meeting of Roving <laughs> Enterprises and get us Johnny, on the air? Johnny the Enterprises um, annual board meeting will definitely have uh, this concept <laughs> that I've completely forgotten. <laughs> I blacked out. I'm, um, yeah. I'm just thinking of sweet, delicious chicken and the strawberry spritzer I'll be having later. Oh yes. yes. All right. Well, let, let's. Log I out. am podcast winner too. Oh, it was him all <laughs> along. <up. laughs> let's log out of two shows at the same time now. Somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for watching the yarn, and thanks for coming to the little dum dum club, everybody. Big round of applause. Mel Bracewell, Rovick Mattis, Tom Ballard. Thanks very much for listening and we'll see you next time. See See you, mate. Say hi to your John for me. And they've John it again. Oh, Johnny. Johnny's kicked a big one. Johnny's kicked a big one. (laughs) (laughs) We have been waiting quite a while to to do the John Fest, I reckon. Yeah. Good fun. That was fun. Good good sport, old John. I got to say, I did see a moment on his face near the end. Where he was a bit like, I, th- I think we maybe pushed the John button one time too many. <laughs> I did see just a glimmer where he was like, yeah, not nah, good on you. <laughs> and I was like in my head, yeah, you know what, cunt, good on me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, I mean, it is funny for us to be like, the funniest thing in the world is your name is John and him going, yeah, I've sort of known it for 50 years. It's actually not that funny a name. It's. Yep. But yep. no, he copped, he copped it beautifully. He was he was very funny on the whole episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah great all the way through. Oh. I mean, 
yeah, like we were saying, I, I was telling, I was just, I was telling someone about it afterwards, and being like, yeah, there was a moment where people were making fun of me about having had cancer, and he said, I thought you still had it, and my friend who doesn't listen to this was like, oh my god. To everything about that, <laughs> even the start of that story, like what your friends are making fun of you for having had cancer. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that. I, I guess I did kind of gloss over that, but yeah, that happens more <laughs> or less every week. <laughs> yeah, it's not for everyone. I can see why not. Not everyone in the world. Why? Well, and just by coincidence, it always seems to be the ones that my parents come along to, where I get <laughs> where I get the biggest drilling down about having had cancer. Like all well and good for me, pretty. You know, even though it was me, pretty removed for it because I'm because I'm ten and yes. you know I'm like yep. not really being kept on top of everything that's going on. Yep. Hugely traumatic time for my yes. parents. Yes. Sitting is surrounded by 150 people. Yes. Cacking themselves yes. about the concept of me being dead at age 11. <laughs> <laughs> And then getting a text from mum afterwards, great show, we really loved it. Lots of laughs all around. Like, Carl talked about fucking you at one point. Yeah, that's funny. She got it. (laughs) Yeah, what if I had been like, did you like some of the jokes in there, mum? She's like, I didn't notice any jokes. I just noticed a statement of fact for an hour. Yeah, you did nearly die. Yeah. Yeah, your mate does want to fuck me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, great fun there all around. And, uh, hey, we should, we should mention, um, go and, go and check out all those shows of yes. people that were on. We, I don't think we make enough of a point of doing this no. after the live ones, but, uh, no. Tom Ballard, his show It Is I is on at the town hall. Melanie Bracewell is replies, replying, reprising her show Ooh La La from last year. A couple. The uh, Ath- uh, Athenaeum. Yep. In and, like the uh, last week. And Johnny, Johnny Boy, um, uh, Rove McManus is in the basement, in mm. the basement comedy club. Uh, if you're listening to this hot, hot off the press, a few more shows. Yeah. yeah. But get on all of them ASAP. Yeah. And also, just because he's only, uh, I think he'll be done by the time we do another episode of these. Um, friend of the show who I went and saw last night, Kyle Kinane. Mm. Go and check him out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Sweet. Yeah, really good. Go see lots of stuff. Yeah. Um, Go see Tommy Daslow. Yeah. Tommy Daslow's on, hot off the presses. Yeah. Uh, and there's three – if you like the chaotic energy of that show and you want to be part of it, because as you can hear on the recording, hopefully, uh, everyone had a lot of fun. Be part of it. Yeah. Be, come and be part of it. Saturday afternoon, April 8, 15, 22. A lot of people have a the- – well, I guess it's not a theory. It's proven right by a lot of things, but that uh, Easter doesn't sell as well because people go away. But uh, this is – there's there's no no problem with our Easter sales for the live pod, so uh, get on that quick before it sells out. Great. Uh, maybe there's people flying in from interstate. I don't know what, or maybe people just refu- don't believe in Jesus and all the holiday and are like fuck that and mm. are coming anyway. Um, I haven't done a damn thing for Easter in fifteen years now because that's the amount of time I've been doing the comedy festival. And well, I'm always doing something else. Same with my birthday. Because oh, yeah, as yeah. You, you mentioned it on the on the show. It's always like my, like my wife is always like, uh, "Oh, what are we going to do for your birthday?" I'm like, "Nothing. I'm working." It's yeah. the worst time of the year. It's the start of the comedy festival, which means I'm at my most frantic. Mm. So we are doing fucking jack shit. But you would have. I was actually talking to someone uh, the other day who is not doing a show this year, but has in the past, and her birthday is always like near the end of the festival. And I was saying that's that's a lot of stress on the show that night. 
You know, it's like you want to have a good time on your birthday. So, like, you, you're saying, like, yeah, you don't do things for your birthday, but you would have done years where you've had a solo show mm. that's been on your birthday. Yeah. And do you go into that one being like, fuck, the stakes are high for this one. No. Imagine if I bomb. Imagine having the worst night of the run on your birthday. Fucking crushing. Yeah, yeah. Well, we did, we did, um, uh, because I, you know, we, I've got a little blanket and, and she is very excited by birthdays and we yep. let that slip at some point. Um, she's like, oh, great birthday. Yeah, birthday, birthday, birthday. <laughs> so it's like, okay, well, we have to do something. Yep. And uh, so we just just delayed the birthday. I just told her it was my birthday like four days later. Mm. And uh, Luke Heggie style. Yeah. Used yeah. to tell his kids that their birthdays were on a different weekend. Yeah. Because he'd be away at comedy festivals. Yes, yes. <laughs> so That's always stuck in my head. It's like the first time I remember really being aware, it's like, oh, yeah, if you have young kids – you you're the you're the architect. Yeah. You're creating the world. Yeah. You can just tell them whatever. Yeah. To suit you. <laughs> so we went out we went out on Sunday lunch uh for my birthday instead and so we went to a, a, a hold on to your hat Thai restaurant. Oh yeah. And uh but it was that weird thing where she's been to she's now going to birthday parties all the time. Right. And so she's like here comes another one. It's like, "Oh no, I'm just with two adults in a Thai restaurant, right? With food I don't particularly love. This is just a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, she's like, "Where's the cake? Right? Where's the piñata? Yeah. yeah. Why is Milan here? Yeah. <laughs> just kept asking, "Where's the Where's the cake? Oh, you know what? Here's the other. Why thing. didn't you have a cake? Just because we went to a Thai restaurant, and I, I literally, we both just went. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't want a cake. I don't care. Yeah. You know, you make a cake here, like, and then. Everyone has like we have one piece each, and then there's a cake in the fridge for like a week that yeah, no one yeah, touches. That's true. That's true. So uh, we didn't bother doing that, but um, we oh, fuck. What was I going to say? We did something else. Oh yeah, yeah. So mm. um, the other day we uh, I was with Blanket, mm. and don't say a name. Went out to the movies. Mm-hmm. She's had a fair run of looking after Blanket because she of the comedy see? festival. I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. She was I, just here. I could have asked her. Yeah. Oh, man. She she don't care what she see. She just <sighs> goes. What would she have seen? Maybe Scream 6. Oh, I no. caught that just before the comedy festival she hates, kicked off. She hates anything Hello, scary. Hello, comedy. She hates, <laughs> she hates scary movies. She wouldn't that'd be a that. good. Uh, that'd be a good horror premise. The comedy killer. Right. It's set during the comedy festival. Mm. <laughs> People just getting offed yeah. backstage after their gigs. Um. So she went out. I had to drop something in at, at base at basement at yep. basement comedy, and uh, I went in there and I was like, "All right, well, I, I'm taking blanket in." So showed her around, you know, and that nice little funny thing of like I work in that pub, that bar all the time, and yep. all of a sudden I walk in with a kid, and everyone's like, "Oh, wow, okay, you got a fucking kid, Jesus, all right, mm. whatever." Shows were about to start, so I get to say, "Hey, this is what Daddy does. This is where Daddy works." Yep. And there's going to be a show, and she's like, "Oh, great." We go down there and it's Tony Martin doing his solo show. Yep. So he's like, he kicks off the start, full room, heaving with laughter. I yep. bring her down. She's just immediately adopted the rhythm of the room. She's up the back. Everyone laughs. Half a second later, she look, look, looks around and it's like, oh, okay. Ah! Every time they laugh, <laughs> right. she looks at it and then goes, ah! So like laughter is a Pavlovian response to a joke. Yes. Right? And then she's having the Pavlovian response to the Pavlovian response. Yes. Yes. Right. So she's just like trying to trying to get. I wonder in if there. a younger baby would be laughing at yeah. her laughing, and yeah. how many, how long you could stretch out the laughter. Yeah, a little babushka doll. Yeah, deal going. So she's just laughing and everyone laughing, and then after three times, she looks at me and goes, 
this is really funny, Daddy. And I'm like, he's doing a bit about Michael Douglas's autobiography on stage. I, I don't say, reckon you fucking get it. <laughs> I love Tony, but I I reckon there'd be a, there'd be an argument to be made that he would be the least relatable stand-up comedian for a baby. For a four-year-old. Yeah, yeah. I don't reckon there's I, – I can't think off the top of my head – yeah, in references and in tone and in everything else, yep. I don't think you could find someone more off the mark for a four-year-old. No, it's not. Like a Dave O'Neill, you know, he's getting up, he's jolly, he's, yeah. you know, I could see a baby being like, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. It's not Funny all... fat man. Oh, Dave O'Neill brought his kids to his show last night. Oh, really? Dave O'Neill's a guy where, look, I think a lot of people in comedy, you don't tend to see much of their partners because... Who the fuck wants to bring their partner to comedy? Because you're out every night at gigs. Yeah. Generally, you have you you your partner when you meet them. They come to a gig or two, and they oh wow, this is exciting. And after two gigs, they go oh this is the same sure. every time. Yeah. I'm not coming to this ever again. Yeah. So you you don't tend to see people. His family, you never see. Yeah. You never see them. I mean, it is his- funny that people comment on this in comedy when it's like. Isn't that just true of most workplaces? Like, sure. People aren't bringing their wife to their shift at yeah, the bank yeah, with them. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess it's that thing of like you get such strong friendships with comics and they're your workplace and whatever and then you just never see that other side of them. You, you get tricked into thinking it's not a workplace because it's social. So yes. it's like any other thing. It's like, yeah. like if you have that mate in a group of friends where yeah. it's like, yeah, their partner never comes to things. Yeah. Do they hate our group of friends? Yeah. And in comedy the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to come and hang out with people that just want to talk about themselves, yep. look through me, yep. are looking over my shoulder for another comedian, yep. fuck this. Yep. But you met the and entire... Also, and also they're seeing the same thing again, Like I think. I think that's oh, yeah, the well. yeah, 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 yeah. It's just the same deal again. Yep. Um, but no... You the, met the O'Neill clan. Yeah, and they're just like fucking adults now. Yeah. And, and I, I don't think I've ever met them before, but in my head they're, they're like 13 or 14 or whatever. His son is fucking eight foot tall. Yeah, right. Like his son could bash me so easy. He's got one kid that wants to be a video games developer. Right. That he's always telling me about. I think that's the same guy. Yeah, right. Look, when I say he could bash me, he's got the size and everything on me, but in terms of the attitude, I don't think he's got that on me. Oh, wow. Yeah. You, you, a 47-year-old man, could take down a 19-year-old. Well... I mean, what, what, who should win that fight? That's a, actually, no, now that I'm saying it out loud, yeah. let's tee this up. Yeah. Like how Ronnie wanted to have a fucking cage match with Luke Heggie for yes. many years. Still does. Let's tee up UV Barney O'Neill. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's got the reach on me. He's got everything on yeah, me. He's yeah, about yeah. eight foot. But yeah. uh, but you'd fight dirty. Yes. You've got the mongrel. I've got the... I don't think a child of Dave O'Neill would have learnt how to be... No. Would have learnt how to be uh, no. vicious in that way yet. No. The the size of the cunt in me is much bigger than than his, but he's... You'd he's... be like... You'd be biting and scratching and he'd be like asking you what you do for a living and where you went to school. Yes. <laughs> What's the nightclub in Maryborough? Yeah. yeah. He'd be... He'd be... He'd be going, fuck, real life fighting. There's no top buttons. There's no special moves or anything. What do I do? <laughs> I'm putting in the Konami code and yeah. it's not working. XX00. Up, up, zero, down, zero. Down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of names of people, yes. uh, it's time for the most the most wonderful uh, time of the week. Part of the week. Mm. The uh, unplanned title alternator. Yeah. It's back. We oh, shout to- out. Also, shout out to the fucking. The cunt that won the yarn. Oh, my God. We haven't even talked about that. Yeah. Let's do, do well, that I mean, for all, two minutes. It's, it's all there. It's all there, yeah. <laughs> That's, there's nothing much <laughs> nothing more to say. Nothing more to add. Yeah. We, I did go with some mates to that Thai food oh, festival yeah. afterwards. That guy didn't come. He didn't come? Great. No, but like we didn't give any details about it or anything like that. And then also on our way there, um, 
my mum was like, we got to get that guy. And everyone else we were with were like, no, we don't. (laughs) (laughs) Man, he – and just to like – just to give people a bit of insight who are listening who maybe – Yeah, also he wasn't a character. I think one of my mates yeah, sure, was there sure, 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 and sure. said, was that, a, was that a setup? Absolutely not. Well, I don't know why we did this because any time that you solicit the general public yes. and especially if you're going to give them a microphone and get them on stage, yes. I think the rule is that 99.9% of the time it's going to be bad. You are going to get some dud – who either is not funny or thinks that they're funny or gets up and tries to sort of razz you and be a cunt, any performer would say, this is a bad idea. Yes. Don't get a random up and give them a mic, certainly having not vetted them. And even if you have vetted them, they might get up there and just shit the bed and be awful. Yes. So to do this, I think one of the biggest rolls of the dice that you can take as a performer and producer Yes. and to get this cunt is just Unbelievable. Yes. This is like, we could have not done this show and bought a lottery ticket mm. and we'd be millionaires now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that is like our good luck used up for the rest of our lives. Oh, also... An incredible get. Also, just the, the for him to come off first cab off the rank as well. Where first like, name. Yeah. Yep. And I could have even seen... A scenario where you look at the name, you don't know how to pronounce it, and you're like, you know what? Very close to. It's easier to just go one down. Very close to. Sam Johnson. Yes. <laughs> very, very close to doing that. Yep. Gets up and tells a yarn about wanting to kill Molly Meldrum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but shout out to whatever that guy's name was again. Matreya. Matreya. Yeah. yeah, really good. Um, the story in and of itself, when you analyse it, no. absolute dog shit. No, yeah. But <laughs> funny character... Um, well told. Happy, happy to be razzed, having his little zingers off the back Abs- of us. That was razzing the highlight. Him. Couldn't yeah. believe it. Yeah. And uh, John did say to me afterwards, "I think you're right. I think you're going to start seeing this guy around the open mics." Yeah. Because yeah, I don't know if you could see, but I definitely I detected a glint in the eye where yeah. he went. Yeah. I've, oh wow. Yep. This could be my life. Yes. I definitely can foresee a comedian on the scene coming up, being like. This cunt yeah. that you encourage. Yes. He's at the open mics. He's yep. doing this this fucking gear about a dog pissing on him while he's getting yeah. sucked off. And he's saying that the little dum-dum club pushed him into it. Yeah, and, like, and yeah, he, said, sorry. he said Rove was like loving it. Tom Ballard was loving it. Mel Bracewell was loving it. Why wouldn't I keep doing this? Like yeah. this, is, this is the bug. Like This is like literally my first ever stand-up gig was, uh, and I've said this many times, but like I killed... In a warm room, yep. girls came up to me afterwards. Mm. Two girls, as soon as I walked off stage, two separate girls walked up and were like, oh my God, that was so great. That never has ever happened again yep. in my life. <laughs> ever. <laughs> and then, but that I was like, why the fuck would I stop now? Yeah. That's what's going to happen to this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a great, what, what a first, well, what a bizarre first gig. Yeah. The, yeah. The, I mean, the come down from yeah. that to the next thing he yeah, does. Yeah, exactly. He's going to do the Exford next week and, yep. and fucking kill himself. <laughs> That's it. Two yeah, extremes. Absolutely. He's dead. Yep. Yep. But uh, yeah, shout out to him for, uh, yeah, really. Um, Boy, really lifting us at the end there. That, that was great. Yeah, I mean, that's. I think. I think the yarn's going on TV. Just thanks to that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yes, of course, we need to. Uh, we need to thank other people who mm. support the show on Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Little Dum Dum Club. Get on there, support the show, and you get yourself 
uh, two little mini bonus episodes every week. And especially do that at the moment because we're talking about the Melbourne International Comedy Festival for 2023. We At the moment, we're in the midst of putting out uh, bonus episodes where uh, legendarily every year we take out the, the physical hard copy guide, go through it with friend of the show, Luke Heggie. Yep. He has all of his snarky little jibes and yep. so do we. Well, yeah, it's fair to say this year... The bitch is back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll probably get in trouble for what we say, but we don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Turns out you <laughs> turns out you can say anything anymore as long they as you hide behind to the wall. Censor us, yeah. but they didn't succeed. Yeah, it's the one episode. It's a one. It's a couple of bonus episodes a year where we pull out the stool, yeah. sit, sit down on it, and and tell people what we really think. I've got a stool uh, in my show. BYO stool, mm. and um, yeah, I ran it because I, I I have these little bits where I'm on the phone and I'm sitting down to do that, yeah. and uh, just kind of didn't even realise the connotation of like I'm carrying a stool into the venue. Yeah, great. And I, I walk up the stairs and I ran into comedian John Crookshank yeah. on the first night, and he just gets this big smirk on his face <laughs> and he's like. Bring your own stool, do you, mate? (laughs) Oh, fuck. I didn't even realise. I look like the world's biggest cunt. I brought my own in from home. Also, bring your stool to a pub is funny. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Anyway, all right. Patreon.com slash Little Dum Dum Club. Be one of these people that we're about to read out. It could be you. This could be you. Yep. Stars in your eyes. Here we go. Thank you very much to Patreon. Subscribe. But first cab off the rank this week. Thank you to Lily Hyatt. Lily Hyatt. Yes. Wow. Heir to the uh, heir to the throne to the uh, the hotel fortune. I'm sure. I was actually telling. That's why someone... she's chucking us five bucks a month. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling someone this last night. Um, I mentioned on the show uh, my girlfriend's been pretty sick for the last week, mm. and I haven't caught it at any point, mm. thankfully. But there was a period where she started getting really sick, and it was like right at the start of the festival. And I got really sick last year, and it just fucked everything for me. And I was like. I really, I just panicked. I was like, I can't fucking have that happen again. It yep. sucked. And so in a moment of panic, I was just like, fuck, maybe I just need to get out of here. I was just like looking at hotels in the city. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, I'll nice. just flee. I'll just like, I just can't, I just can't risk it. Mm. But because it was like heading into Grand Prix weekend, I'm just like looking at everything and even just like the worst hotels are so expensive. Yes. And there was like, because um, I love, I love a hotel. Of I course. love a staycation. I had a moment in my head where I was like, if it's going to be costing me a monster anyway, what if I just go the Hyatt? Yeah. What if I just went all out and it's like <laughs> me doing like a 50-seat room at the comedy festival and putting myself up at the Hyatt every night? Yeah. Just the absurdity of it was like really appealing to me. I was like, do I do this? Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Sending my show into the red immediately on night one. Well, when we... <laughs> When we went, to, when we did the Adelaide Live podcast a couple of weeks ago, that was like a long weekend, and mm. so like, yeah, I mean, I, I think I talked about on Talking Dumb Dumb, just an appalling hotel, yeah, because I'm like, I I will not pay that money, yep. to stay in Adelaide. Sorry, Adelaide, yeah. But um, a couple of other people did, like you, you know, you got your people on good money. I remember like Dave O'Neill was like saying, yeah, I'm staying in this place, fuck, charging me through the pants for it, but I'm making really good money there, fucking whatever, who cares? Yep. Um, but then, friend of the show, Nick Carr, was doing the same. I'm like, oh, I don't think you've got the same justification here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did really love the idea of just like, yeah, I'll walk down and do the show. And then I'll just go back to my room in the Grand Hyatt with a beautiful view yep. and order a $40 room service yeah. and just be like, I am doing my ass on this run. Yep. But 
this time last year, I was in bed with COVID. So yeah. fucking say la vie. Yeah. Life is good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now as I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, man, I regret not doing it. Right. I mean, I could still do still it. Still do it. It's funny to do it once my girlfriend's better. It's right. like at least people would go, yeah, look, it happened. She was sick. Makes sense to get out of there. Mm. Grand Prix weekend, everything's really expensive. No way around it. Yep. But just going like, yeah, there, I could have gotten a room somewhere for 100 bucks, mm. but I didn't. Yeah. Oh, did you have to get out because your girlfriend was so sick? No, no, she's better. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't. I just wanted to sleep somewhere different. Oh, man. Uh, don't say her name. Got a got a, a present from work, like a hotel room for a night. And she just, like a couple of weeks ago, just took it on a Thursday night. It's like, great. Yeah. Just go, I'll take care of the kid here. You go and do your little staycation in there. To, you know, finish work. Walk from your work one block to a nice hotel. It's the best. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, the best. Pretty good. Um, also... Uh, to this subscriber, uh, Lily Hyatt, mm. um, the the obviously the the Paris Hilton of the other hotel chain. Ah, uh, sure, yeah, sure. I'm assuming, yeah. Um, or you know, whoever the partner of this person is gets to do a bit of you know that same joke. Gets to do staying staying in the in the Lily Hyatt tonight. Oh, what, right. Is so. Is there like a Hyatt out in Lilydale? Maybe that's where uh, she oh, was. Maybe is that where she was conceived? I would absolutely <laughs> not suspect that. <laughs> unless they unless Hyatt's do a fucking motel out there. Yeah, yeah. We're branching out. We're going to open a luxury hotel at the end of a train line. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. I uh, mean, it's Lilydale's kind of like adjacent to like sort of a lot of like winery sort of region. Yeah. So you know, kind of. It's not the craziest thing in the world. Yeah. You base yourself there. You get your little driver to kind of take you around to all mm. the spots. Well, um, thanks, Lily Hyatt. If you are connected to the Hyatt um, dynasty in any way, mm-hmm. I am literally taking the money you are giving us, my portion of it, yep. and reinvesting it in the family business because I'm staying in the Hyatt in June in Phuket. Nice. Yeah. Okay. For, for a few nights. Interesting. Because we got a very, very good deal on it. Well, if you are, um, if you if you are in fact a member of the Hyatt Dynasty, mm. um, I'm just going to speak on behalf of both of us and mm. say that um, fine for you to you know you can keep getting the bonus content. You don't need to give us the money. Yep. But maybe once a week mm. you hook us up with free access to the buffet. Oh, free little breakfast buffet once wow. a week for the two of us. What if we? What if look <laughs> every Friday morning. You and I meet up in the city and have a breakfast buffet. We've talked about this in, in different ways, but that is if we can somehow finagle a new Patreon tier where it's bartering, where you get the bonus content, you get your name read out mm. at some point, but it's not money, it's it's a subscription to whatever service that you guys provide. Right. So if you're part of the Hyatt thing, cool, you subscribe to this, we need three nights a year each. We treat it like hotel. it's like the old world, you know, you and I live together, we've got a cow, it gives out milk, yep. and all the villagers just come to our door mm. once a month. Yep. We're like, what will you give us for a bit of bonus milk? Yes. Because we're already giving the milk out for free. Yes. But we also give you a little flavored extra flavoured milk. We've just invented Two little milk. bits of flavoured milk, yep. little mini ones every week. Yep. If you come to our door and you're like, i got eggs, and we're like, fuck, we love eggs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, Lily, get onto Mama and Papa. Yep. Get onto that. Um, and at the very least, I've, look, I've already sunk the money in. I'll say this. There's absolutely no refunds on the rooms that I've hired mm. uh, in Phuket because I I didn't try to to refund. But I I like this. Have you ever tried to do this where you you start talking to the um the bots or whoever the fucking oh, yeah. people are on Expedia or Agoda or whatever it is? 
The other night, I've I've been doing a silly thing where I've been in the comedy festival, doing a lot of admin at Basement Comedy Club, mm-hmm. doing a lot of running stuff, and losing my mind, getting and and just having a few drinks to fucking get through it. Yep. And don't say a name. Keeps getting text messages from me, like at midnight or at eleven or something, with me being run off my feet and me going, "Can you please remind me? Let's fucking do something good on holiday. Let, I'll, I'll upgrade. We'll go to a fancy restaurant. Yep. Whatever I got to do, let's." Give me something, uh, some light at the end of the tunnel. Remind me to fucking upgrade something right. and, and, and inspire me to do that. And then I wake up in the morning and she's like, yeah, we're getting a fucking penthouse suite now. Look at this text message you sent me a minute going, oh, fucking hell. Okay. All right. <laughs> and then me trying to get on Expedia or Agoda or whatever and going, can I upgrade this? And them going, no, no, you can't because we don't have any rooms available. Uh, like that that nice room, they're mm. gone. But they're not gone because you know how they how hotels work. They basically um, give out X amount of rooms to each site. Oh, yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. they do have that nice room, but Expedia don't have it anymore. Yeah. Agoda have got plenty of them yep. or whatever. But Expedia, so Expedia just go, no, we've run out of those rooms, so you can't have it. And me just going, oh, fuck, okay, that's annoying because they're definitely available. But then they send the last message going, and just so you know, there are no refunds on your room, so don't even try to get refunds because otherwise we just get to keep the money. So if you want to try and change anything, you go for it. But we're keeping the money, okay? Like, no need to say that. Man, going on holiday sucks. My, pa- <laughs> my parents are going to Europe later in the year, and because they're that generation, they've just gone into the travel agent, gone yeah. like, here's some rough dates that we want to be away. Here's some vague places we want to go. Someone sits there, types away. Here's the budget. There you go. And I'm like, yeah, it is way too old school. But also, the equivalent is doing what you're dealing with, yeah. which is like a fucking nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> just so much, so much legwork to just find a place to sleep at night. Yeah. Yeah. But now that we've got the Lily Hyatt connection. Well, that's it. We'll yeah. be sorted. Well, well look, the, the Hyatt in Phuket got an extremely good deal on it very early on so um that was good but the yeah the problem is there's no refunds or no changes or anything but so anyway if you could have a word to um whoever's in charge over there and yep. just 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 uh upgrade us or whatever whatever you can do give a, a few more um you know a few extra cocktails at uh yeah. at uh, 5 p.m or something like that mm-hmm, that'd, mm-hmm. that'd that'd be great already just happy hour yeah another another serve of you know extra extra little bit of pad thai at dinner or something yeah you know <laughs> Well, thanks, Lily. Thanks, Lily. We got to pick up the pace on right. these. Sorry, sorry. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Ma- Ma- Mikey Overdune. This is I'm, I've butchered that. Mikey M A A I K E. I mean that's Mikey, isn't it? Would you say that's Mikey? Mikey M A A M A A I K E. It's either Mikey or it's something that's like. The way you pronounce it is like none of those letters are in it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And then and then I've even butchered the last one. O v e r d u i n over over dune over over dune Mikey yeah. over dune. I'm going to say that. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to front foot it and say Mikey over dune. Mikey over dune. Yeah. Okay. Is that all right? Yeah. Sorry, Mikey or Mike or whatever your name is. I wonder where in the world that's from. Mm, it, I mean, it feels to me very. Uh, that part of uh, like Scandinavia slash uh, yeah. is Iceland near Scandinavia? I feel like it should no be. It's that coldish part of Europe that f- feels like everything's lush. I watched um I watched the Banshees of Inisherin the other day. Oh, is it good? Great film, really good. I was just talking to someone about that last night. 
Mm, that was who? Uh, uh, someone in comedy. An Irishman? No. Okay. Mm. Um, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. Right. Uh, do you know the premise of it? This is what I got told. I don't know the premise of this. is This is the premise as told by a friend. Okay. Because he was relating it to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> then it's right then. Then it's right then. It's two two old buddies. Yeah. And one of them's just like... One just Colin, gets Colin, over the other Colin one. Colin Farrell goes to hang out with his mate and he's like, nah. And then he's like, for a couple of days, he's like, what's going on? Yeah. And he's like, I just don't want to be friends with you anymore. Yeah. And he's like, what? Yeah. Why not? And he's like, life's too short. Yes. I just right. don't want to be friends anymore. Yeah. And then the whole film is just... Colin Farrell spiraling over it and just trying to work out like why this guy doesn't want to be his right. friend anymore. Fuck, I gotta watch it's it. It's such a great premise. I gotta watch it's, it. It's like, I think yeah, you gotta be in the mood for it. It's like it's pretty like it literally is just that. Yeah. Like it's quite slow, mm. but there's lots of very funny lines. And anyway, the reason I bring it up is because like you're hearing the characters say each other's names, and because it's like yeah, it's set in. I've seen there's like a lot of stuff online of like it's set in like 1920. Yeah, right. And like. I've seen a lot of people online go, it says a lot about Ireland that, like, I genuinely did not know that it was set a hundred years ago right. until I saw the memes about it. Because, like, I think it was yesterday, like, that you see a calendar at one point, but mm. it's pretty brief, so you can miss it if you're not, you know, if, if you're, like, sort of zoning out for one second. Right. But it was, like, he marks a thing on the calendar of, like, April 4... 1923. The Chico Roll 19, 1915. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot, calendar. A hot old yeah. Irish bird on, on there. a horse. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like a thing on the internet yesterday of like, today's the 100 year anniversary of this guy deciding he didn't want to be friends with right. Colin Farrell's character. Yeah. But, um, you know, they're, they're, so they, yeah, they're saying each other's names and whatever. And then I was like looking up some film about the stuff, uh, some stuff about the film afterwards. And just like these Irish names, like hearing them spoken and mm. then seeing them written out completely different thing yes like looking at the text and being like i never in a million years would have guessed that that's how you pronounce that name or spell it yeah it's a it's a thing that danny mcginlay talks about a lot oh really yeah um yeah there's some names where he does that a stand-up he's like what's your name it's kiva it's like cool you know it's got a p in it right like yeah that what the why the fuck is there a ph in kiva (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's pretty um I tell you what, it makes it makes life in nineteen twenties Ireland looks pretty look pretty cool. They're on this like mm. really remote bit. It's like get up in the morning, got my little donkey, you know, go yeah. around. I fucking give out my milk or whatever I'm yeah. doing. Fuck two, off, your mates. Two yeah, <laughs> two p.m. This is his day. Does all that. Does all the livestock stuff. Two p.m. Walk around to my mate's place. Hit the pub. Yeah, that's the rest of the day. That's not bad. Little uh, little band come in. They do their little jigs yeah. in the evening. We sit around and watch that. Go also, home, go to bed, just e- reset. Everyone gets a. Everyone got a better sleep in the olden days. Mm. There's nothing to sit up for. Yeah, like I'm sitting up midnight every night. What? Why? Why the fuck am I doing that? Back then, you'd be in bed at six o'clock. Yeah, it's, it's like just like living like a little kid. It's like it's dark. That means it's time to go to bed. Go. That is a good point. That it's like there is like a very natural rhythm that the universe has decided. Yeah, this is how humans should dictate. When they rise and when they yeah. slumber, yeah, and we've just we just do everything we've we can it. to prolong it. Yeah, the cinemas will start a movie at eleven thirty at night. <laughs> Look, we will do a comedy show starting at nine forty five on a Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that is a good point because it's like there's scenes in Banshees of Inisherin where you're like, 
wow, they're really kicking on and having a big night. And it's like, yeah, it's probably like 8.15. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, in my head I'm going, wow, starting at 2 and then being there deep into the night, that's a fucking big sesh. But it's like, no, it's probably getting dark at 4 o'clock. Yes. And then they're out by 9.30. Yes. <laughs> Damn, what a great life. Yeah. Well, thanks, Mikey, over June. Thanks. Please the forgive us. The of Mikey. Please forgive us if that has nothing to do with how you say your name. Yeah. That's what, that's, you, you, knew, you knew what you were getting in for. Yep. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber. Wow. Thank you to Zani Robertson. Zani. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it out there. I don't reckon we've ever had a Zani before. No. I, I reckon that's the only Zani that's ever listened to this show. I, and I also think it could be the only Zani that's ever existed. Z-A-R-N-I? E. Y E I E yeah I E wow Zani yeah. Zani um, hmm what going on is this do you think this is a person just like you know whacking the nickname on is this a rove scenario uh, no I'm look I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the go to Facebook and uh, have a look have a see what we what we're playing with here okay okay because is Zani a boy or a girl's name what do you think uh I'm thinking girl. I don't know why. Probably just because I have a friend called Zan. Well, so I reckon you've got it wrong. I reckon, by the look of it... Mr. Zani. Miss, please. Yes. Um, if this is the guy, there's a Zani Robertson right here. And it's a guy. So... Okay. Male name. Wow. Zani. I, yeah, look, I'm with you. I would have guessed... I oh, yeah, guessed it's got Arnie there. Yeah. <laughs> Get to the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! He's back, baby. Wow. Arnie Impressions, they are back. That's pretty good. Um, is he in the group? He's not in the millionaire group. Oh, wow. Zani, you're missing out on some very half-thought-out posts in there. Um, yeah, wow. What is it? Is it short for something? Is it short for Zanifa? Z- yeah, Zani. Yeah. What, what, what could well, it be? Cause, well, because like... People, Zarnold. Yeah, like, if it's like Arnie Zarnold. short for Arnold. Yeah, Zarnold. Zarnold. Zarnold like, is Robertson. It like, is it like Alexander? Because like Zan is, people use Zan in place of like Alexandra, right? Mm. I think sometimes happens. I, I like Zarnold. Zarnold. Yeah. Okay. Arnie is Arnold, so Zarnie must be Zarnold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Z- you sounded like you're on Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Zarnold. Um, I don't know what, maybe maybe you're just saying millionaires made this pop into my head. And, well, you know, it's not the biggest leap because we're talking about Patreon and getting cash for it. Mm. Um, I've been living the Carl Chandler lifestyle. Oh, good. And absolutely fucking hating it. Oh, no. Saturday morning, get up, girlfriend really sick, mm. needed me to go get some groceries. Yep. Didn't really have time to do it because oh. I was about to head in and do the pod, so I'm like... Intermittent fasting. Is that what's happening? What? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Sorry. She was sick. She was like, do you have time to go and get me some stuff? I'm like, not really, but I will because you're sick. Walk down to the shop. Um, it's the first of April. Mm. Card expired. Oh, no card. No new card has come in the mail. Oh, so I'm like, oh <gasps> fuck. Oh, so this is okay now. So then I'm like, and I'm just there's I a line it. behind me. I'm like, oh fuck, and I'm already like, I didn't have time to be going and doing this in the first place. I'm like, oh fuck. So then I go, all right, I can get cardless cash. That's yes. fine. So I go and get that, pay for that. I then this entire weekend. Everywhere I've gone, not accepting cash. A nightmare. Where have you been going? So, the like, so then that night, um, my girlfriend asked if after the show I could, if a chemist was open, if I could get her some medicine. So 
I go into Chemist Warehouse. I get there 15 minutes before they close. I'm like, great, I've made it in. The guy at the door, he's like, you're paying cash or card? I'm like, I'm paying cash. And he's like, we've, t- we've closed up the till, so it's mm. card only. I'm like, man, you're a chemist. Like, people need medicine. I'm sorry. Yeah. If you're open, yep. you've got to let people get the fucking medicine. Yeah. This doesn't make sense. Yeah. And he's like, nah, man, no cash. But so I'm like meeting a friend for dinner. So I have to call them and be like, can you swing past the chemist warehouse and put this medicine on your card for me? Oh, and I'll just no. transfer you the money. And then the whole rest of the weekend, I went to get some lunch at this like pop-up thing for the food and wine festival, card only. Yep. I did a gig and went to get a bit. Because I just keep forgetting. Like, it's just so instinctual to whip out the card. Yep. I just keep forgetting that my card's not working. Yep. So I'm like, I go to get this beer and I'm like, oh, fuck, sorry, do you take cash? And they're like, no. And I go, mm. I just did a show upstairs. Do we get drink cards or anything? Mm. And the guy's like, I can do your half price. And I'm like, mate, you can make it ten cents. If you're not making cash, it does. If you're not taking cash, it doesn't make a difference yeah. what you're charging make it me. Ten times the price. Yeah, it's like I'll pay you a hundred dollars if I can pay in cash. <laughs> but so yeah, this entire fucking and then it's like going to restaurants where they're only doing the like QR code thing on the like oh. phone, which is linked to your card. It is a fucking ordeal. Wow. I am hating it. And still the card hasn't shown up in the mail. Wow. I am in hell. It's been the biggest pain in the ass. I'll have to give you my approved list of cash venues because... Well, because it feels like... I, I, I do it... Non, you know, I'm the opposite. Like, I, you know what I do? This has been happening last, uh, like one or two times in the last week. I've just left the house with no wallet and yep. gone, fuck. And, I've ha- and I hate using the cards. I just like using cash. Yep. Because I like, I try and use my cards clean so I can do my tax properly through it. Yep. So I'll just do cash with everything else, with just dog shit that I'm buying. Mm. And, you know, a lot of ba- bad stuff that I don't really need any record of, of buying. Yeah, of course. So um, I have been out and just buying dog shit with my phone and going, I feel really bad about it. I don't like it. Yeah. I feel ashamed of it. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what though. I realized like maybe twice in this period I've been somewhere i've gotten a drink like a you know a can of like soda or whatever Mm. and then i've gone somewhere else and again it's just like i keep forgetting like it's so the habit of just like pull the phone out and pay on that yeah and then it's like card expired i'm like oh fuck okay that's right i have to pay cash and then i've gone hang on a minute i just got this can of drink from the supermarket i tapped my card on the machine and just walked away so it's like, oh, wow. I've, just, I've just racked this. Yeah, right. But it's like, this is at the supermarket, so there's no one around. Yep. And, you know, it's like you go to the self-checkout, you just go, boom, I'm out of here. Yes. Like, I'm not even looking back because it's right. like, it's just so habit. It's just yeah, so yeah, instinctual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So twice I've gone, oh, I've just walked away from the machine after getting this coffee. Yeah. And the staff have just clearly looked at the machine after I've gone and been like, this cunt just fucking swindled us. Yeah. Man, I've got to I, get, I've got to get this fucking new card. It's I, driving me insane. I do feel discriminated against at the supermarket because there'll be like 17 self-checkouts and there'll be one that has like a hand-drawn sign on it going, cash, yeah, 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 yeah. I used here. one of them the other day. Oh, fucking hell! Come but it's on, also guys. just like going out for a going out for a meal with a couple of mates, and just like last night, like you know, I can't use the QR thing, so I'm having to be like, "Can you get my food for mm. me?" And then I'll. Tra- it's like fuck me. It's yep. brutal. And uh, well, that's you. That's you, Zani Robertson. That's you, Zani Robertson. <laughs> yep, for some reason, <laughs> that's you. Um, with such a uh, 
Weird first name. That's what we've got out of it. Yeah. Something that we've just made up afresh. Yeah. No real relation to what your name is. But um, join the Millionaire Group on Facebook. Mm. That's that's what I'm getting out of it. Yeah. And let us know if it is. Make your first post in there. Yes, my name is Arnold. Yeah. Or at the very least, explain what the fuck is going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Are you named after another Zani or uh, is your your mum and dad fucking idiots? Uh, thanks, Zani. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber. A bit more bread and butter here. Thank you very much to Mitch Marshall. Okay. Yep. Okay. The uh, the uh, the alliteration boy. Yeah. Mitchie M. The amplifier himself. M&M. Yeah. My favourite candy treat of which I'm extremely jealous that... Um, Nazim Hussain has been spruiking for lately. They sponsor um, Mondays at the Comedy Festival. Mm. So I went down there last night to see a couple shows. Yep. Big M&M's flag proudly flying at the front of the town hall. Get me it. Get me it. <laughs> Naz, Naz came from that gig last night and he's wearing, he showed me he's got M&M sneakers. Oh, and yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm so jealous. Yeah. I want them. That's great. Yeah. What do they look like? Um, are they M&M's, are they like, a, you know, did M&M's get like Nike to make them or something or are they? Oh, that's a good question. They'd have to be, right? Yeah. They'd have to be like, they would have done in the past like a branded, I'm sure M&M's have done like an Adidas collab at some point. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm I'm assuming it's not like, you know, when people go, oh, you know, this is the big Aldi factory where they make all the frozen fish and the fucking garden equipment and the milk and the whatever. Like they're not, they're, yeah. you know, someone else is doing it. It's not. It's not M&M's. 98% of our ca- factory make chocolate, and then we have one room where we make shoes. Yeah, there you go. There's the M&M's Adidas that they put out a little while ago. Ah, yeah, nice. It's got the, like, Maybe yellow. Was... Um, I didn't even notice what, what brand they were. How much? They didn't you look like You could get Adidas. a pair of these from StockX, which is like a sneakerhead, you know, buy, like, resell website. Yeah. 271 bucks. Not oh, bad. Yeah. Not bad for I a limited guess. for a limited run. I guess kind of collector edition kind of thing. They've got the oh, that's pretty cool. They've got like a little. Can you see the little thing? Yeah, that goes yeah. over the laces, and they've got a little yellow, the little right. yellow guy. Yeah, he's kind of on the laces. Yeah, it's a cool shoe. Yeah, but it is. I was I was talking about last night um, to Naz, and it was funny because um, Husey was there, and he was, and I was like saying, you know, I just love M M Ms. I love them. And he, like, I know that I'm being stupid and over the top with my passion for it because it's like, I think that's funny just to go, I love Eminem. Yeah. And then Husey's like, no, I do too. I fucking love them. They're my favorite. <laughs> I'm like, are you for real? Are you being stupid? Are you taking the piss out of me? He's like, no, I love them and I miss them. This and, is, re- I miss them. Yeah. This is real, oh, captain, my captain shit. Yeah. He's like, I miss them. I'm like, why do you miss them? He's like, I'm vegan. They're not vegan. I can't have them. Ah. Oh. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, you're missing a trick there, M&M's. Get, pull, pull out the vegan M&M's and Husey will be the spokesperson. I feel like we it. talked about this when we had Husey on a live app last year. Right. About him being a, yeah, him being a, him being a vegan spokesman. Right. Get him on board. Yeah. Yeah. Get some uh, vegan M&M's. Um, but I do love them. I'm, they're actually rare to find like the, the 60 gram pack in stores now. Mm. So, whenever I see them... I I immediately buy them because it's it's actually you can't get them everywhere. They've stopped stocking them. What's the sixty gram? Is just is that just the classic? The classic. The classic size. What do you pocket. get instead? You get. Well, I don't. You either do that or you get the fucking five hundred gram 
Or oh, yeah, the okay. The big, big pack, which I can't be trusted with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a weird thing to have gotten rid of. Yeah. So you you can't buy them in 7-Elevens or anything anymore. Yep. Um, you can buy them in those weird American-style 7-Elevens now that you get. You know those, whatever brand that is, the 7-Elevens that are very American. I love that. Pl- yeah, the one that's like, And they just fuck, have breakfast cereal in yeah, there yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was shit. in one of them the other day. I was yeah. like, it's just... It, they just all of us, because there was like one, and it was like, okay, this is just someone's weird passion project. Yes. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is a change. This is the and standard they, And the thing is that they've just got all this. And it's funny because it's like, they put the cereals front and centre, and yeah. then you get in there and you're like, oh, they've got like chips and like cool sodas and stuff as well. That's kind of yeah. neat. But like, yeah, they're like their big selling point in the window is like, yeah, we've got Lucky Charms. And yeah. it's like, who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, there used to be like... There'd be one shop in Melbourne that you could go in and go, oh, this is cool because you can get what Americans eat. Yeah, and for like now, $8 yeah, a Yeah, 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 exactly. You get Cheerios for fucking $17 for a packet. And then now it's like, oh, no, that's your only option in the city. That's just the new 7-Eleven in there. Yeah, and it's funny that it's like they're really pushing the cereals so hard because like I'm sure they sell some, but it's like, yeah, you're in the CBD. You're getting a snack. You're yeah. not doing your grocery shopping there. And I feel bad because I use those American stores. I just go in there and go, one packet of chocolate M&M's, please. And yeah. like, oh, it's, that's $4. dollars i like, okay, I'm really, yeah, I'm not using this right. Yeah. One, um, uh, one three musketeers bar. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, M&M, that's you, Mitch Marshall. Yeah. That's, um, that's literally you. Mm. M and M. Mitch and Marshall. M&M, say hi to your bitch mum for me. <laughs> so, say hi to your girlfriend in the booty of car for me. Um, all right. Well, um, what's... Who would you turn Dr. Dre for? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, well, it's uh, it's that time of the day. It's, it's lunchtime, Tommy. You're over my side of... Of uh, the city. What, yeah. What's happening? No, I'm going to get a little salad on the way home. Mm. I'm feeling awful. Me too. The body's just going like, oh, brother. I feel like Do shit. me a favor. Yeah. I mean, last night would have been a good night to recalibrate, but I wanted to go see a couple shows that, because uh, I, di- I didn't have my show on, yes. so I could have stayed in and cooked something healthy. Yes. But I wanted to go see some shows that I would not have any other opportunity to see. Yes. Uh, and so, yet again in the city, a couple of mates... After after Canaan finished, quarter to nine, limited options Monday night. All right, the Korean fried chicken place. Ah. Here we go. Just putting that in at quarter past nine. Yeah. And then going home and getting into bed, being like, yep, another wonderful evening of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I ate a full pizza at 4.30. Yeah. It yeah, was, it I'm was gonna... delicious, but it, I, it is still sitting in my gut right now. Yeah, I'm going to get a little, uh, there's like a cafe near where I used to live that does like a really good superfood salad that's got like kale and quinoa and all this mm. good shit in it. And it's like gen- genuinely will eat one of them at a period like this. And it, it's insane. Can actually feel my body being restored. Right. Can just like yeah. feel cells reforming and like yeah. the life coming back into me and like oxygen's coming in and feeling a little fresher, like just really helping me out. And I drive right past it to get home, so it's like, I've got to do it. I, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't planning on having a a drink last night. Tonight, last night was going to be, I'm completely off it. And Mm -hmm. then between stress, between running between venues, between seeing mates perform and people wanting to hang out afterwards went, okay, I guess I'm just on it again now, am I? So that all happened. And then it happened to such a degree that 
I then jumped on the tram to go home, wasn't thinking about anything, was on my phone, was on the laptop on the tram, did something I don't reckon I've done ever, or maybe not forever, looked up, oh yeah, just missed my um, house by three suburbs. Wow. At midnight. Great. Just got off absolutely fucking, I don't know, maybe six kilometres away. That's awesome. Yeah. And then... Are you waiting or are you walking the ride back? I did a bit of mixing it up, waiting waiting for a tram to come back, realising there's no tram coming back. Then a tram turned up and I went, fuck yeah. And then... Overshot again? No, no, no. It just <laughs> turned around and went back again. Like it, oh, man. It, just did, it came towards me and then stopped and then fucked off again. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, it just went, I guess I'm walking home. And they went, no, I'll get an, I'm getting an Uber home. This is fucking... Absurd. Stupid. Yep. Anyway. It's time to wrap it up. It is. It's time for, to, to... Yeah, I don't think I'll get lunch. I think I'm, I need to fucking wait it out a bit longer, but anyway. Uh, I th- anyway, all right. One more. Let's go. Uh, thank you very much to uh, final Patreon subscriber this week. Thank you very much to... Oh, okay. This is... I didn't know this This was a thing, but okay. This is similar to what we did before. My favourite candy, M&M. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber... C&C. I'm just looking up what the... Oh, right. Comedy and comedy. Oh, right. Like right. the chip. Yeah. Uh, no. Oh. That's CC's. This is C&C's. C&C. Yeah. Right. I think they're sponsoring... Um, it's uh, a good callback when you've got to just wedge in a little reminder right before yes. you say it. Yes. Now, folks, here at the 55-minute mark of my festival show... <laughs> Let me just remind you that uh, around minute 20, I was talking yeah. about my dad. At and, the start, uh, I walked in with red shoes on. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I think I speak for all of us when I say, what the? Yeah. C and C's. Yeah. Okay, they're right. Sp- they're sponsoring... Uh, what does uh, M&M stand for, actually? Th- that is a good question. Fuck, I'm going to... Probably the two cunts that started the lolly. That is a great question. This is the one thing people are going to get out of this episode, I reckon. Yep. What does... I like how it went from, let's fucking wrap this up and get out of here to, let's do a bit more investigative journalism. There we go. Mars and Murray. (laughs) Murray. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome that you love a chocolate that's called Murray. There we go. When the company was founded, it was M&M Limited. The two M's represent the names of Forrest E. Mars Sr., the founder of Newark Company, and Bruce Murray, son of Hershey Chocolates president, William F. Uh, Murray, who had a 20% okay. share in the product. What a fucking And is this Mars guy, world. is that any connection to... It's got to be. The, ...the Mars bar? Doesn't it? It's got to be that company. Maybe. If it's not, that is insanely coincidental. Yeah. Wow. Forrest, I'm gonna, now I have to fucking look up. Now I have to Google. We could. Do, this is a whole separate deep dive at yeah. some point, I think. Yeah, this is... Uh, uh, well, yes, there you go. Forrest... Edward Mars Sr. was an American billionaire businessman and the driving force of the Mars Candy Empire. Yeah, right. So between that and... But Hershey... But then Bruce Murray's son of Hershey... Hershey Chocolate's a separate company to Mars. They're, they're two titans. They're, they're enemies. Yeah, this is, but this is succession. This is like the yeah. the young kid being like, fuck you, Dad, I'm going to take you on with my own candy. Yeah, that's crazy. Also, just a reminder that I love the M&M's logo. It's fucking great. It it's, is cool. It's really well designed. And it's one of the rare ones. Do you ever see those things on Instagram where they're like, they'll track like Apple over the ages and there's always like... And same with Maccas. There's like a spot oh, yeah. in around like the 70s or 80s they where the logo is like, well, where it's like super vibey. It reaches the peak of like very colourful, mm. very playful. And then the edges start getting rounded off and yep. like, 
Apple used to have like the multicolor and then they yes. just go silver. Yes. Um, M&M's, consistent the whole way through. Well, you don't know that. Well, I mean, but more or less. Like in the time that you're like, it's not like they haven't changed it in the last like, you know, 20 years. Like they haven't made it go like. I think. It's I, still like a kind of vibey font. Yeah. Look, I yeah. Oh, you know what? Fucking. You're about to be proved wrong there, buddy. I mean, there's the progression of the logo right there. I'll show you. Yeah, give us a look. Yeah, it's all been tightened up over the years. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. But I mean, from it's not too different now from what it's like on that start of that second row. They've kind of yeah. gotten that font and then kept that. You would think that by now there would have been like another change to make it like completely sterile. Yeah. Well, I think what we what we know and love, the 2004 is when they really fucking, you know, got it, get it. Got it going. That little outline around the... Font around the ampersand, the way they've incorporated yeah. the ampersand within the two M's. That's yep. that's when it's like, all right, you guys know what you're doing now. All right, guys, thanks very much for listening. Come see a live show, littledumdumclub.com. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mate. mate.